Detroit Riffin is filmed in front of a live internet audience. I am Riffin. Mitch is Riffin. What more can I say? Straight, straight Riffin. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. Teddy I'm yeah. a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hater for hire. Hater for hire. I should put on good disguise. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I'm confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man. What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to <clears throat> Uh, that is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is March 4th, 2013, episode 101. I am not going to repeat my freeway joke. I say repeat even though this will be the first part that people hear. Uh, <clears throat> welcome to Straight Riffin. I am your host, Reverend Mitch. And with me, as always, is the hater for hire, the difficult brown Mr. Teddy TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you, sir? I'm hanging in midst. Technical difficulties will not slow me down right now. Mm-hmm. Jesse Owens on the track right now, son. I'm about to whip that ass. Run, tell that. Riffopolis, let's get it. Okay. And our guest today, kicking off a full month of Just Women in honor of Women's History Month. Oh, all women, women, everything. everything. Um, <laughs> I tried to do it. I fucked it up. Because uh, <laughs> I was uh, apparently trying to... Uh, Harmonize with Teddy. That's good. Our guest, I actually didn't even ask how to say your name properly, so I'm going to hope I don't fuck this up. Hey, we'll do it again. Arona <laughs> <clears throat> Browning. How the fuck are you? Did I say it right? It's Arana. Damn it. You didn't even tell me. I'm sorry. Well, we I couldn't so, get a chance to. Right, so right. much was going it's, it's hold a on. Black hold on. Name, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That- hold on. I'll do it again. I'll do it again. Arona Browning. Wow. There you go. It's a black name. It happens. It's going on the board. But it's a black name. It happens. I feel like that's a fitting. I'm sorry. I've just never look when you when first time you see a name written down that you've never seen before, especially a black. You name. go, uh, no. Any, uh, believe me, I've it's, met plenty of okay. white girls with it's crazy okay. names. You know how. You know the world I roll in. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he down with the swirl. That's what he tried to say. Uh, uh, a little bit. A little bit. Mitch also you likes, know the world I roll in. He Mitch, Mitch deals with some interesting characters. Yeah, it? I mean, I'm just saying. Like, I see weird names, and I'm like, how do you? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I did meet a girl, I met a white girl who spelled her name in what I took to be a very, like, uh, affected way, uh, sort of, it, it looked, written down, it looked like somebody, like a white, like, sitcom writer trying to make a black name out of a white name. A L A W N A, Alorna. But that's not how she pronounced it, Alana. And I was like, it's not Alana. You got a big W there. That's Alana. Like, you're from New York. Was or she something. from Boston? Like, I, don't know. Where, yeah, where, I, I feel like it's one of those, like, old, like, Celtic names. Or I don't know. We, were, we met at a bar. What are you going to do? I mean, I. <laughs> I'm not going to ask. She didn't even spell her name right, right. She did not even, That's probably not even a real name. Her real yeah. name's Becky. She just was fucking with you. you, you that bought was her it. club name. Yeah, right? You bought a <laughs> hook, line, and singer. I bet you know all about it. Do you know about the club name? You had a club name. Did you have a club name? I actually no, I, we, I should say we met oh, up oh, at a bar. Okay. But, you know, I get, yeah. Even still, like I'm just saying, I didn't get her whole background. I wasn't like, where are you from with a spelling like that? I just, 
seeing it written down, I was like, would you pronounce that Alana? You're familiar with the club name so, phenomenon, though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange when you meet people like that. And, um, <laughs> I meet a lot of people like that. They have, they, I mean, scene names is the other thing. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, I'm Raven. Okay, Stacy. Look. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not your automatic. I've met a lot of Ravens and six of them were Stacy's. So I'm just going off by. I'm, I'm just, just a rude bitch. I'm just, you yeah. just, yeah, yeah, I'm just rude. That's just who you are. Yeah. You're just straight out. It's not even rude, though. I feel like it's the thing about the club etiquette. Name's Chastity. Like, yeah, all right. Where I'm sure it is. I feel like it's just better Jenny. to be blunt with people. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Where, Get the fuck out my way. I'm trying to dance. Hey, see, just keep going. And you and, they, and dudes are like, well, why are you so mean? Because, like, I'm busy. I'm over here. Right? I'm doing. What happened? Like, what would happen if you, if you approached. Around for a dance, and she was like, "All right, first and foremost, I don't dance, so I've never approached anybody <laughs> for a dance." You know what? Nobody does anymore. Nobody really glo- uh, goes to the club to get a sincere dance. on. they go to I do. You know, pick something I to like to on. dance. And right, hold on, hold on. That was hold always on. so hold weird on. for me. Hold, just pause. I, I need you to shift dance. that way about a foot. Is okay. that cool? Boom. You're good. There you're good. Go. Yeah. Listen, because I like, no, because it see the difference between that and this. Okay. Uh, See, uh, I'm with it. Here's my thing. Cool. Sorry. When I I would go out uh, with uh, friends to, uh, you know, you go on like spring break trips or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And like, it was weird because they were all like, yeah, going out. You know what I'm saying? We're going to find somebody, hook up. And I was like, I just kind of want to dance. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I have been to exactly one club with Teddy where there was dancing and you didn't dance. Where was that? I don't know. I don't know. We didn't go to no club together. Yeah, we did. What? Yeah, this was uh Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it wasn't really a dancing kind of thing though. Everybody yeah. was dancing. I don't know who Except was dancing. Except for me. Oh, I wasn't dancing, bro. What what club was this? I don't know. <laughs> I met up with Teddy. He called me, he's like, Hey, come out to this thing. I was like, All right. Nobody dances in LA though. That's yeah, the thing. Like, like, wherever I was, bro, yeah. I clearly called you because like I was a, with a bunch of no dancing people, and I was like, I just want to hang out with Mitch, bro. I didn't call you to if I was dancing, I wasn't gonna call you. I know that. No, I get it, but I'm just saying. I'm gonna call you know a friend to hey, come watch me dance. That's weird. That's horrible. <laughs> I don't mind, especially a friend I'm who so hates to, to dance. I don't. I look. That's I'm. I think the thing <laughs> is that there's the default that people are like, oh, of course we're gonna dance, and so I'm always like, look, I don't. I'm not offended if I go someplace and somebody's like. Hey, I'm gonna go dance. I'm leaving you here at the bar. I'm not like, well, I don't want to be alone. Cause like, that's where I like to be. It's just alone at the bar. Where that's you- where the stories happen. The stories don't happen on the dance floor. Well, what's the story gonna be? I was dancing. Somebody bro, bumped into me. I said, bro. back to fuck off. So, well, and the story. All, some amazing stories have happened that way. <laughs> Let's be fair. I think you know a couple, or right? Like, like uh, the Britney Spears Justin dance off back in the day. Yeah, like, sure, no doubt. Listen, okay, were you? What the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, they were. They was dating. They were like they dated. They broke up and they ran into each other at the same club and like literally had a dance off with their respective dates. Like real life, dancing, son. Saw him. Oh, what? Oh, you just gonna do the move? Real just, life, son. Right. That Step really up happened to the streets. That's not really a story. That's just a. What are you talking that's about? That's what happened. Son? That is an amazing story. Two multi-fucking platinum artists are so just petty that they see each other in a nightclub and they're like, yeah. yo, it's battle time. It was it was petty and corny. That's yeah, right. why they would but like it's to a, laugh and stuff. Uh, yo, uh, if you were hanging out at the fucking bar and all of a sudden you saw Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears break out in a dance battle. That's you, a story. That's not the that's same. Right. That's what do yeah, you mean? So there's, like there, a, there's like a thousand people who saw Somebody, that, yeah, I know. One of them would have that story. 
We have that story thanks to them, though. Oh, I guess. <laughs> or Drake and Chris They're Brown, having, right? Fighting on a dance the, floor. The best stories in the world happen in nightclubs, son. On the dance floor. I don't think so. I Tupac think, had that girl stories. give him head on the dance floor. Okay. Do you know what that is? That you, happened. Wait, wait. Do, a do I know what head is? No. Yes, I, I'm <laughs> pretty oh sure God, I know how it, that works. Damn you, man. I've had that happen to me do, in the bathroom. Do you What's know what oral wangification is, sir? Yeah. Uh... Uh, While not dancing, I've gotten head. I know. First of all, it's just common the fact that I'm just like I, I got a litany of nightclub debauchery stories. <laughs> she is like a fucking Library of Congress over here. She's like, do you not recall in '94 when the hood <laughs> rat? Your Honor, I'd like to bring to your attention case two seventy four one Drake v. Curtis Brown. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. We need, like, you should just be a consultant for, like, all kind of Law & Order NCIS shows that involve the cold open with a nightclub. And, like, we need some real grimy shit to happen. Let's isn't, go call her Isn't your, you, you have a vlog that's got something to do with dancing, right? It's got something in the title about dancing? What's it called? Let me see. In my vlog? Mm-hmm. You call you call it something. It's, like, subtitled oh, something. Oh, no. I have a sketch about Pop It Lock. It's a, a, a comedy sketch of uh, two police officers. They're detectives that pop and lock and solve crimes like they break dance oh that's amazing right no that's what i'm talking about like on your on your uh on your youtube uh-huh you have like a it says vlog vlog number 23 and shit like yeah, that yeah that's when i was in vegas but it's got like a subtitle to it you did 23 vlogs while you were in vegas no, no that's no, just the, the that's volume a, number 23 well, I mean, like she, this is episode right but i'm saying like wasn't the subtitle something about was it was like, just called your Beyonce. vlog listen first of all we need to uh take a moment to acknowledge that your alicia keys comment in that vlog entry are right on point, okay? Uh, especially like like let's let, I'm gonna give it a synopsis of of around this point on the on the on the the, the, the the Alicia Keys vlog. Well, basically, um, you were kind of Alicia Keys. You're like, okay, like I'm, I'm kind of with you, or whatever. And then you heard "Girl Is on Fire," yeah. and then you was just like, I can't fuck with you for a long time. Yeah. Which is basically, it's like the worst song in the world. But apparently, according to you, I'm still oh, skeptical yeah, about I'm this. Sorry, the I'm album sorry. is good. I was going to. Ask, this is what it was. Because I, I was going to ask you because because looking at your vlog, it comes up. The first frame says, "Pretty girls aren't funny." That's what I was going to ask you about. Not dancing. That's a pretty you know that funny. other thing that has nothing to do with that word. <laughs> no, you know what? But I think I think I get, a vlog a came up that yeah. had to do with dancing, and I was that's why I was equating the two. You see, I'm well, trying to bring. <laughs> don't fucking make. I, I did a little research. I will say this: I do dance, and right, um, okay. I used to be a pom pom girl years ago. Wait, what was you that? Mean a, you mean yeah. a cheerleader? No, no, no. Like, don't I, you no. fucking disrespect the no. craft? <laughs> You see how the face was all indignant. What's the difference? Right? I, didn't, I didn't get no, all. She's gonna bring tell it you. on, though. She's gonna tell you the difference. Please, right? yeah. I didn't get all Kirsten Dunst. No, reunion you, lady. you really, honestly, like, man, I have not seen a guest recoil in disgust like that in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, less of this <laughs> ripping on me and more explaining <laughs> what the difference between a cheerleader and a pom pom girl. The cheerleaders, the cheerleaders, actually like cheer and chant and 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 do stuff, and occasionally wait, 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 wait. Why did you do the two? in the mouth do stuff. Oh, I, I, okay. Because you were like, they do stuff. See, it's good to see. All that arm direction bullshit. All that. Okay. And pom-pom girls, they just dance. Oh, in the background, they do the... No, no, no. They just full out dance routines. It's choreographed. They have palms and they, you know, dance. It was like a whole league of it. We won like nationals. Isn't the role like it's basically the same as a cheerleader as the role? Like, because it's a game and you're trying to cheer on the... You're just not actually... 
No, like, we we always performed on halftime. Like we less, like cheerleaders, they stand at the sideline, they root on the team. Yeah, and all of that. They, there's less we team the affiliation, right? Yeah, yeah it's we, more like a, it's like an explicit kind of entertainment thing as opposed to you know cheerleading for the team. It's, yeah, is just that, like school spirit, yeah, right? Rally. Yeah, so it's an amalgamation of two things I don't pay attention to: dancing and sports. It was all the things at school that you definitely just did not <laughs> let <laughs> come in your radar yeah, at all. Yeah, just Pep like, rally, pom pom. Oh hell no! Nah. <laughs> I'm out this bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna go get high. <laughs> See you later, Phoenix. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I did. You know. So you were big. Yeah. At the, okay, big. In the the only time I went to games is like if I if I like had a had a date and it was like, ooh, that's a good way for both of us to say that we're doing something tonight. Fair. So you you going that. to the game? Mm-hmm. So we'd go to the game, check in with a few people, and then, and then bounce, go out and be. The dugouts were empty. Be dirty. You could you could have a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, that's good to know. So, how anyway, pom pom girl. Did you talk a lot of shit about cheerleaders back in the, in the day? Was it like was it especially in your? No, I really didn't. I mean, a lot of them were slutty. That was about it. But <laughs> you knew they school. was fucking the football players. But that was it. Like you know, like for the most part, um, like I said, it was like two different leagues. Like when they had competitions, they would compete against other cheerleading teams. Right. We would compete against other pom pom teams. So it really was like just a personal. Uh, what do you want to say? A competition against each other. Like, well, we're the prettier team and we, mm. and all that girly shit that you really don't care no, about. No, this is why it's all women everything. So let's, what is all that girly shit exactly? What is all, besides the fact that they were banging it out with the football team? Okay. Uh, there you go, Mitch. Now here's uh, the thing. Let, let me, let me, uh, put, uh. That word's going in the lexicon. Yeah. <laughs> it will go down in history. The banging it out came from me. <laughs> One of these days. That's one of his crowning achievements great, of his life. It's a great phrase. Come on. He's really good. It's, it's worn on me very well. You know, um, let me... Uh, here's By the way, my... should, I, should I do this Yeah, let's let, yeah look, we, we just yeah, had to sit around ahead, for a while. You go ahead and talk. I'll, don't, Open I'll the care. rosé. Crack, crack over the rosé. Yeah, I brought three cups. I Ooh. figured we was all getting down. Yeah. I got it. I got all it. There it is. I mean, I have glasses. You don't have to assume that I, I Bro, know how to I take care of a kitchen. When I saw the cups in the bag, I was like, this is our type of guest right here. I appreciate it. I'm just saying, like, I can get you actual glasses. All right, We'll Listen, do the cups. Ain't nobody trying to slight what you got here in your home, no. son. We believe you got glasses, B. You no, ain't got I, got it, I got it. No, yeah, we had glasses last week. I told her we had glasses last week. I we just get... came prepared. Yeah, I got right? the heart of a girl scout. Look, I, I was like, I don't care what goes. Go. I literally have a party in a bag right exactly. now. I'm with you. everything you need. I, I'm going to bring the drink and the... cup. <laughs> I was in the girl And my two-step. Wait, now do I twist it to make it tighter? So it breaks? No. I've never done this. So no, I, I twist do it, it the other way? No. Other way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I do it. What kind of what kind of method is that? I assume you want to twist it to get it tighter so it breaks. Who what who what? Because you want to break the thing up. <laughs> oh, fuck you, I don't know. Sorry, go on with your thing. I'm sorry, yeah, baby. Um Hopefully l- let it didn't me... get shaken too much. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um So it doesn't pop off when I do that. Oh I gotta this... put, I gotta twist the thing. Pop off, son. Pop off. Oh, you better snap. work it. Better... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, pull yeah. it up. Power up. Yeah, first time I've ever done that. So. Uh, power up. There you so, go. Cool. Actually, let, let uh, mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm, Let's mm-hmm. get that crack. Look at that. Yeah. Say when. She's not going to tell you. Yeah, that. you know. I'll, I'll stop right now. We'll, <laughs> yeah. That's not even a wish. She's like, I'll, I'll let you pass yeah, on. Yeah, there we go. No, okay. Say when. This is yeah, my, right. um, what am I trying to say? My uh, Back in with the girly stuff and all that stuff. Yeah, this, this is my disclaimer. Okay. okay. I'm not a regular woman by any means. What I mean by I'll that is... I'll drink to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, let's do that. Okay. Because I'm not a regular woman either, Teddy. <laughs> I hope you're not a woman at all. <laughs> let's start there. Just for today, because it's all women everything. Oh, good times. Flavorful. That's delicious. It. No, I am. Um, the things that bother the average woman don't bother me. I just, 
I'm a very chill girl by nature, mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, but back to the old shit, like okay. high school things, girls like fight about, you know, all the the shit that don't matter in life. You know, oh my hair is pretty. Oh, I rock better clothes or just dumb shit. So like, now, I'm was, more so popular. Was, but your competition was not with the cheerleading team; it was with each other. You were saying, yeah, as just, far you know, as like, like you're in the same high school. Everybody, when you're young, everybody's invincible. Everybody thinks they fly. You know, would, would, would you go to a, a bigger I high school? Where you think I was flying? Where'd school? you go? To, where'd you I go? Did. Where were you doing in high school? Where'd you? Where'd you? I went to high school in Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Okay, you're from Chicago. Chi Town. Chi Town, and in the city, right? Not, the actual not Chicago, outside. not Evanston. And you going shit on the burbs right now? I mean, you know, it's just one of those things, like especially out here in LA. They people don't understand. You know, you be like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. It's like, oh, me too. Yeah, you get the you get the giving them the secret handshake and shit. <laughs> oh, you from Chicago? Yeah, where you from? Niles. <laughs> What? Frankfurt? No, that's not the same. You're like 75 miles out of the city. That's like claiming New York, but you like, like, that's like claiming Manhattan, but you like from New Rochelle or some shit. Yeah. It's not the same. Not at all. Oh, so wait. I mean, here's my question for you about high school. Were you one of the one hanging out with more uh, girls or guys, or were you one of those one of those females who, you know, in that regard, that like I don't really get along with women too well? No, to be honest, I was always weird, just like now. I'm, I'm exactly <laughs> who I am now. I was the person who everybody knew me, regardless of if I knew them. Like I was popular by default. But I was a nerd. Yeah, shout out to the I, nerds. And I was a sexy nerd with all this ass. You know, <laughs> keeping it one hundred. Ass and glasses. That's where you we're know, going. All right. this ass. Ass, ass and glasses. So you know, all the all, Team the, ass and all glasses. the popular dudes, all the everybody wanted to get with me. They knew me because of that. The girls had to get to know me. Like, oh, who was that bitch? You know, whatever. Scouting then, you out, essentially. Yeah, like, like trying to figure out a threat assessment. But then, because I'm cool and like I said, I'm just chill. I made a lot of friends. I actually got voted most talkative. Out my senior class and got elected. That does not surprise me. To everything. Well, you better go ahead. <laughs> I'm a comic. I talk for a living. What I the know. fuck? That's why right. it does not surprise me. That's, yeah. That's... I didn't hear what she said that made you giggle, though. <laughs> Oh no! It's, oh, don't even worry about it. Uh, I know it's fun. No, it's funny though. Like it's the nerd thing. I feel like it's. I feel like it's one of those things where like uh, that being a nerd in high school is is very interesting to me because I feel like the experience for black nerds is so different yeah. than white nerds because there is that sense of like. You can like, still be cool. Like, like people will exactly. still respect you. You don't. Here's the thing: there was no bullying bullshit. When I went to high school, right? I had a lot of kids who like made fun of me in elementary school and middle school because I was like really awkward and stuff. And I was just yeah. like, "This is fucking annoying. Like, why do these motherfuckers make it? Like, why are you just talking to me all the time? I don't want to talk to you." But it was never like, "I'm gonna fucking like push you or hit you or whatever." Mainly because the moment uh-huh. that shit happened, it was like it was on, son. Like well, I was. I had a father who signified for a living, so mm, okay, he, like he would let us just like get. No. Like obliterated in a conversation, so you know he taught us to be like because we had all girls. It's, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, Rana. I'm sorry. I, yes. I need to go. He did what for a living? Uh, uh oh, okay. It, uh, in the hood, right? We call signifying um, the art. Was it priest? No, no, sir. No, the sir. The art of talking about people or cracking jokes, uh, oh, specifically man. your mama jokes. Uh, or dirty dozen kind of dirty thing. Dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. That's another way of it. Mm-hmm. Playing the dozens. Yeah, playing the dozens. Yeah, we call it signifying in Chicago mm-hmm. or uh, Joan and. Extra blacky word, black ripping in your face right now. Bow! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what's so we funny about in. that, though? You, yeah, know, you know how I said it. I literally have no idea. <laughs> you know, guys, it, but I said you it was explained. <laughs> you explained slang by using more slang. I don't oh, understand. <laughs> oh shit! You know Inception. So, where's the kick? You know, so popping. It's like banging, slapping, <laughs> tapping, shapping. Come on, you know I me. Mean? Like tap, tap, tapping. No, you don't do flipping, slipping, tripping, jipping. No. Not into that. Not in. You don't know what that is. It's like yeah, it's kind of like zipping, day. lipping, oh, and you're like I'm sorry. You're just, you're just giving me more words I don't know. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I mean, um, so, no, so but you you said for, you said for a living. You don't mean for a living. That's yeah, like, no, no. He was a, a school a, teacher. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So you're saying that he he talked he talked mad shit. Yeah. But he, basically. Like he was good at riffing. He yeah riffing. He's a riffing. Slick talker, right. if you will. Okay. I did not know that Dirty Dozens had anything to do with any of that. Dirty Dozens history is really sad and depressing. I thought that was just a TV show. No, oh, you're not. talking about the rap group Dirty Dozens. All right, listen, I don't... Hilarious. Let's not... We don't, Eminem? <laughs> we're 10 levels deep into the riffing. I'm going to pull We've lost us, everyone. I'm going <laughs> to give us the kick now so we can get we back up to the original Inception. But, yeah. And then, uh, uh, so so you're saying... You know, I didn't see, take no shit, basically. Like, I was I was good in the books, you know? Right, like, right. um... I can't, because both of my parents were teachers, they that's just how they raised us. We did homework in the summertime, and school wasn't even open. Like right. so, like in school, I was like, "Well, fuck it, I might get a scholarship. Let me just keep, you know, whatever." And we that need was free money to learn, exa- dude. And that was school, <laughs> but you know, I was social. I had personality, so it's like people. They were either cool with me or they didn't like me. But even if they didn't like me, they couldn't really play me. Like, I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean? yeah, I, I, yeah, I definitely, I, I think that it sounds a lot, uh, I feel like similar to what I went through with a lot in high school. And like part of the reason I ended up, um, not necessarily like becoming a comedian, but like part of what I got so annoyed with people just, I'm like, I'm just so irritated people trying to make fun of me or whatever. I was like, first of all, it's not even funny. Like it's just stupid and annoying. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to get better than all of you. And make you never want to talk to me because yeah. you will know that if just either hang out with me and be cool or know that I will just fucking unleash a rain of terror. Yeah. Rose Pierre style. Seriously, yeah. On that ass. It's really one of those, it, especially for me, I can agree. Being a comedian comes from a desire somewhat of being misunderstood. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a deep, you tell deep your, sense of. You yeah. tell your perspective because you want people to understand. This is what I think is funny, and this is why. Let I me think present that way. my narrative in exactly. a way that maybe you can finally. It might start off sounding fucked up, but right. once I break it down, you're oh. like, you know what? Right. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Y'all are gonna be real. Just now, see. I, I got into you know when I got into the verbal discussions, the verbal battles with people. Uh, yeah, very much like I was. I could definitely uh, outwit them in that regard. But then uh, school would end. And then, uh, you know, that's where, like, people got stabbed and things like that. So, you know. Not stabbed. It was, uh, it was no good. It's good. It's no good. Once people start getting stabbed, the shit is all Listen, that's what I'm saying. Like, Listen, that's the thing when, when is, like, at my high school, the, 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 at, the, at the first high school I went to, like, the, the, the football team kind of ran the school because they made all the money. Right. Like, that was the only thing this high school focused on was, like, their sports teams because they were like, they make all the money. Friday night I went nights. up going to another high school after that where their sports teams they didn't pay as much attention to they focused more on like their arts programs interestingly the first high school i went to would bus their kids to the second high school i went to for all of the arts programs uh auto shop they had an actual like actual had cars that you could work on and shit like all the things that a school should provide people from my old high school would get bussed over so anyway at the first high school the football team kind of ruled everything so when there was no like getting them in trouble and during the time i was there they they 
just wreaked havoc. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd see guys get punched in the face by a guy on the football team, and you'd get dragged off by security for getting hit in the face. And it was like, what? So it was like, very quickly, you just were like, oh, I guess I can't do anything back in school. And after school, they would travel in packs. Mm-hmm. They'd throw eggs at you. They'd follow you home. Like, they would literally drive their trucks along the side of us while we're walking and just chuck eggs the whole time. So here's the thing that I don't you know understand. I mean? Like, because... Um, um, sorry, that's that's how jocks got stabbed. Is the, <laughs> no, a few of these that. A few yeah. of these kids uh, in my you grade, yeah, you like, can't. snapped. We're like, you know what? I can't fucking take this. And <laughs> Halloween, uh, a couple of dudes got stabbed because they jumped out of a truck with eggs, and this dude was like, oh, shit, it's nighttime. These are the motherfuckers who always fuck with me. I don't know what they're going to do right now. They appeared drunk, oh, and he man. fucking just started stabbing. That is like, see, here's the thing. I want to ask you this. Sad. Like, he went to jail, and they got to. They go far. Know. Right? In yeah. White high I mean, it's tragic. They go yeah. far in white high schools. It's not enough to say <laughs> yeah. yo mama. You know, like yeah, yeah. Was it, oh, yeah, if it was yeah. a verbal battle, I would have been. But fucking you know what it fine is, though. Like, but it, it always gets taken to that next level. Yeah, it's like, yeah, damn, yeah. how it get that? Like people really get stabbed. People really want to commit suicide because they get picked on. Like it, yeah, that yeah. shit is real. Yeah, it's such. I think it's it's. It's the, you know what it is? It's because it's it's an administration kind of problem. Because again, yeah. I went to a second high school after that where that wasn't happening. I mean, there was there were fights, but they were they were interpersonal. They were mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't have politics involved basically. Um, and so, but it, because I think the culture of that second high school was more like, eh. like I was friends with the football team at the second high school, right. and one of them, their their lead quarterback or whatever, on game days would come, he would dress and drag, and his football friends wouldn't hang out with him, so he'd <laughs> hang out with me, and I was like, fucking, we're awesome, and we're good to go. Um, so like that was a it was a better environment, but in the first one, it's like they wanted that, like it was almost. So it, it became a problem because you couldn't complain to the administration anymore. They weren't listening. Mm. And if you did any kind of retaliation, you were immediately punished for it. So it's like, what are your options when the people who have all this power and have all the, in a lot of cases, money, and uh, they're picking on you and you literally can't do anything. Your back is up against the wall. That's how. That's when. That's when people start lashing out. Is because there's like an administration problem. There's a uh, uh, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Well, you know what? I, w- I would using the wrong term, but you know uh, I would remember that uh, a lot of shit would end up getting settled on bus rides home. Hell yeah! And that's and that's the shit that would just blow my mind. Because I remember, you know, I had to take a fucking. I'm taking the bus from you know this nicer part of Houston, where it's uh, you know. It's you know lot. It's upscale, right, very right. upper class, and then I'm going. You know, I mean, I'm taking the bus all the way outside by like you know outside the Beltway, where it's definitely much more uh, black, uh, if you will. The middle school that I was zoned to, that you know I should have gone to, except I, you know, was able to go to this other you know fancy one. Um, just was notorious for fights, cop cars showing up, arresting people, like just the worst. That's way more serious. Like a than I had, like yeah. a real life dangerous yeah. minds kind of thing. Right. Essentially, right. my parents were like, "Hell no, you're not going there." Like, there's no fucking way. Right. You know. So I go to this one, but I'm like taking the bus home with all the cats that you know are like lived there and somehow got and shit would just. I remember like watching fights break out on buses and dudes just like beating each other up, and I'm like, we still got like twelve stops to go though, and y'all are like the last two. So what the fuck is gonna happen? Y'all gonna fight again and yes they would sometimes again yeah again sir death yes. is nothing but a and heartbeat I, I, away i would remember like walking in life do or die what can you say <laughs> all my fights in uh grade school on the bus like 
All that shit happened on the bus. Right? People just talked a lot of shit, and they talked way too much shit, and then they realized they were in closed quarters, mm-hmm. and then it was like, oh shit, if I don't say something, then everyone's gonna realize. It was some real Lord of the Fly shit. And it was only one adult in the environment, and right? they're too busy driving, They're too busy, traffic. fuck, yeah, they're too busy operating a fucking <laughs> vehicle. They got time to they got sell time, right? which is Which is why, like, all yeah, people like, whenever I see, like... why they got all security cameras on them. Right, they didn't no, have those in mind. Right, there was no, first of all, there wasn't no security cameras in the yeah, world, on a bus. Now they're is, which right? is like, which I don't know if blows, that's a good thing or a bad one. Yo, I have like, some of the, like, some of the wildest shit that I have just suppressed in my mind <laughs> is from being on the bus in middle school, and I was just like, is this the world? Like, <laughs> is this it? And then being in Texas, like a young Teddy Tunson in Texas being like, why do I exist right now? I'm staying on the corner at 6.13 in the morning. It's nobody else out here. The sun isn't out. I'm next to a fucking electrical box. It's thundering and lightning right now. And I'm waiting for the bus. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, anybody could come and just snatch me up. Do you know what I mean? They could do that. And then I got moved to a different stop by my old elementary school. And I was like, what is this really? I like, this is where other people wait for the bus. Wait, let me ask you. Did you have the thing? Something I noticed early on was like the kid whose house was the stop for the bus. Like was the popular kid? Never, bro. Not a chance at all. Not at all. I, I don't know I'm what you talking about. Chicago, yo, so. yo. So we didn't have like it was like the stops because everybody had to go to that kid's I think house that's the in small, the morning. I think that's more small town. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's much more I'm just rural. Saying because it's, it's like I don't, they didn't stop at everybody's device. house because they would like they I had to, at my I, house. Like they stopped at everybody's house in oh, Chicago. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, in Houston, what we had Phoenix, was like I had a few stops. It would like sometimes it would be fucked up though. That's kind of wild. You yeah. had a few stops. We I can't mean, go to yeah, all like, y'all house. Y'all pick one. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Wait, it was know. basically, that's, that's, that's what I'm know. saying. You mean, what the, what the hell? You got curbside service? That's fucked up. You know what I'm saying? No, it's not. That is, no, you're right. We taxpayers. What I the know, fuck? I know. Why y'all, y'all picking up children? Yo, you're talking about some real Confederate mentality that we're protecting right now. But I'm going to say, y'all picking up children. They don't like, mean I nothing. didn't take the bus Children don't often. mean anything. It's nowhere to learn. In Texas, children and learning. You're right. Bush was there. Don't even. Yeah. Listen. Okay. Let's remember, all right? I was in Texas when George Bush was, was governor. governor. All these shit that you're hearing right now, so that depression with motherfuckers being neglected, okay? That was what America then got at a heavy dose for eight years, all right? Like, that's why I know we are, like, it's gonna take a long time. It's gonna take forever. Listen, and, and Texas. I was white during Reagan, so don't you talk don't to me you. about oppression. <laughs> I was black during Reagan. That shit was even worse. Listen, and Texas did not get the luxury of a black dude coming in afterwards, all right? Cleaning shit up. They got Rick Perry. Texas is fucked forever, son. Basically, That's long and short of it. Okay, <laughs> it's real Beyonce talk, son. Business. Texas, I'm sorry, I love Texas, but y'all are fucked for a long time. Okay, you're fucked. You're fucked. And who knows if you ain't gonna vote for somebody that's even competent after Rick Perry? You gave uh, that motherfucker like say, two, three terms. Texas, my home state. Fuck Texas. Texas, Texas, my home state, son. Y'all motherfuckers is crazy. I was born there. Well, you got to fuck out. Yeah. All right. So I don't, it's not your home state. Arizona is your yeah. home state. Like, I don't even, is Scarface I fuck Arizona as well. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I think, I think, yeah. Scarface, like, I ain't the mayor of Texas. I'm more like in Nashville right now. Dude, you can Jamie Foxx left. Nigga, everybody. Look, nobody. Like, Texas has got the great, like, just exodus of talent, bro. Like, anybody who's mm-hmm. talented and worth a shit gets the fuck out of Texas the fastest you can. Cle- Kelly Clarkson? There's no, like, no she one. Like, Kelly, I remember when Kelly Clarkson came back to get an honorary degree. 
at my high school, and uh, she, I was like, wait, I was like, did you even graduate from here, though? I don't even think you did. This is just TRL promotion right now. And so I was working for the broadcast system, so like, oh, we're on stage, and like, we're filming it, and MTV's got their camera crew there or whatever. And I was like, but wait, but for real, though, did she come to the school? Like, do we have any records or anything? Can we be journalists for a bit? And like, they had the administrators just doing it or whatever. And I was like, okay, though, do we get to talk to Kelly Clark? Like, do we get to talk to her? I'd be like, uh, hey, did you, uh, what's going on here? What's going on with this? <laughs> or did she claim she went to college or high school? Or no, what? oh, you said, I'm thinking Kelly Rowland. You said Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah, I said Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Rowland was this, this example. Oh, no, it was oh, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland is the, uh, the uh, unspoken member of <laughs> Destiny's Oh, no. Not Beyonce. Oh, no, you call her the unspoken member. Oh, my God. Actually, that is so actually cold. here's the thing, especially because she's rocking them new bangs. She Everybody is. loves Kelly Rowland. You know what it is? It's funny. Kelly that she's, looks good. Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland was one of, uh, for a while, she was just like Beyonce's afterthought. Yeah. But she has managed to, uh, resurface and she's wasn't there like four of them or the three how many were there oh there was many okay Uh, it was four of them then two of them dropped off then they two of them got first of all two of them just got phased out they didn't even know they was getting phased out no 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 no. they 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 filed a lawsuit remember oh they were they was no but then after they got kicked out and then they're like we're going a different direction they were like well what happened was they because remember okay wait this is like long history but it was it was four original members they were members since they were like teenagers right then, managed by beyonce's managed by beyonce's father then they got a, a, some mainstream oh, success no 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 bills 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 all and they shit. got a grammy and right. the, and two Bugaboo. of them was like uh-uh we need some more body this is bullshit. right because they started looking at they're like okay wait a minute this is not yeah. and then they was like well you could either roll with the group because <laughs> we came as a group and you was already down and we can get more money because right now we just starting to get money we ain't really making money right just roll with the group and we'll keep it. They was like, nah, fuck that. We hot right now. We out. And that was a horrible decision. Wait, 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 wait. So they, they got the Grammy and then decided to leave? Or they got the Grammy and those two were like, hey, we're not getting paid enough for our share now that we're this popular? They left right before the Grammy came. Oh. But they but they had the commercial success. And like then they, the albums were selling. They were right. starting so to then make Beyonce, money. Beyonce, they, they, they revamped. They replaced them. And they did Survivor. Yeah, Survivor. Oh, I liked that song. And that's when they were like, I'm not going to diss you on the internet. But I'm like, but you are, though. Like, and, and that was Kelly Rowland yeah, part. Right, yeah, like, and I was I'm like, I'm not going to diss you on the internet. internet. Right. I'm better than that. that. Right? And I'm like, well, wait a minute, though. This is like, this is so, this is the best subtle jab in the world. <laughs> I thought Survivor was their, their big. No, that was their fucking anthem to them. That was a good ass song. That was their, like, they're like, like, like we, don't need, we, don't, we don't need you. So then it was four, four, four with two new girls and then one girl, which was Farrah Franklin. She was like, you know what? Y'all motherfuckers ain't paying me enough. I'm bigger than this. Why I got the change? They wanted her to change her name because they was like, Beyonce's the only one that should have an exotic name. She's the lead singer. She's like, I'm not changing my name. Blah, 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 blah. And she left. And then that's the one time Michelle spoke out and Michelle was smart for that. Michelle was like, you getting paid hundreds of thousands. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and rot. And, right. and real talk, we would not even know who Michelle Williams was nope. if she didn't shut the fuck up and rot. She rode very well. I mean, just I'm just saying. Does, she does, a millionaire and we not. She, what is she doing right now? Is Michelle Nothing. doing anything? She got a reality show that ain't nobody about to watch. Right? I'm saying, like, that's the thing that boggles my mind, where, like, if you are get a part of a beast like Destiny's Child, right, and you're yeah. like, wait a minute, you mean if I just sacrifice a little bit right now? Hey, get on. If I just give a little bit I'm of my soul right here and just ride out for the long run? She was like, if I just, you know, play my role, right. I can be a millionaire. And she did. And to be honest, like, you know, everybody knows Michelle is like the joke of the group. Nobody takes Michelle seriously. However, Mitch knows that. 
Michelle Richard and all of them. Yeah, right. So she did something right. She got. She was. She was in. I'm just. She saying. played a part very well. It's a. It's a, play your part. You this, know what this, I mean? Stay in your lane. She knew that they was gonna make Beyonce the star. She knew that. Everybody knew that from day one. That's the thing that I always feel like when it's it's weird the the disconnect between like celebrity entertainment shows or whatever when they dramatize you know all these things versus like being in Houston when Destiny's Child was popping off and everybody's like okay so basically in like 15 years Beyonce's gonna run shit that like everyone just kind like kind of knew you know from the very beginning it was not even well, it was not dad, a well guarded yeah. secret at all. Dad was the manager then yes. Well not only that her mother was the costume okay uh, well then yeah, right. I mean, designer yeah, did all that hair like she had a right. whole team which so it's like it's always so, weird so when someone is like all of a sudden tries to play all fucking just it, like you know get all indignant and shit and I'm like you knew yeah you knew from jump don't act like don't act like you were not about to get steamrolled right now so it's fair when I'm driving down the street and I see these fucking billboards for this Beyonce movie about Beyonce written by Beyonce about Beyonce (laughs) documentary Beyonce talking about Beyonce's life called Beyonce yep Uh, it's fair for me to be like fucking bitch Nobody gives a shit. Like it's it and and well, you've been praised way too much your whole life. I don't think you need a movie about you, by you, for you, written by you, produced by you, called you. <laughs> I don't think you need that. Here's, like here's I, I mean, how much fucking outside. like how many beatings did she definitely? I definitely got more beatings than she did, right? Like, <laughs> like there's no way that uh, she's that like she's in her fucking what thirties by now at least. She's thirty one. All right, so she's in her thirties and she's still like. Worship me, please. Like, I don't have enough self-validation. Something went wrong early on. I don't know what it was. But there's something about that producer father. After the Jacksons, I don't trust the producer father. I gotta be Black honest. people are very wary of any family yeah. member that's like, we're about to turn all these kids into a multi-million well, dollar you know industry. What, Here's the thing about the Beyonce story. They had money, though. Her father worked for IBM and her mother owned a business. Like, they weren't in poverty. Right. Like I, mean, I feel like, and this is the thing, I feel I'm like. I'm not even saying that. I'm no, saying no, 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 but no. Fact that, no, like, but this is the difference, like, though. This is the difference is that. And, and this kind of speaks to a larger part of why, like, I had one of my, one of my, uh, uh, friends is, uh, he's been like, uh, he's getting into rap and, uh, he's like a, he's very talented. He's up in, uh, New York. I went to college with him. Um, my man, I am Fidel on Twitter and he was Ooh. tweeting, uh, I forget. It was a Miguel. Cool. Is that the noise I'm supposed to make? Uh, he does yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I just, uh, yeah. No, no, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm learning. Uh, I think it was a Miguel song and he is like, he's like, he tweeted some lyric where he is like, what part of the struggle was it where you were paying 1700 dollars a month for rent he's like i don't know he's like i don't remember that being in the struggle do you know what I mean? and i feel like that's the difference where it's like there's a generation of talent that's kind of with beyonce where it's like your family had money because they were part of that like really small black middle class and like we yeah. if you're a black middle class though you're almost like black royalty essentially that's that's how it's always had a jaguar right do you know what i mean like black middle class for, like it's just in that's hood rich essentially yeah. kind of like we were talking right. about before we before the start of the show and so unlike you know fucking what joe jackson they had a but a van made out of bricks. right like real poverty Gary he Indiana. Worked at the steel mill. Okay, all right, okay, but Catherine didn't even work. She right? just had six bases. You know what babies. I'm saying? Like that shit was like that was real. Yeah. That was a struggle. And he yeah. was like, okay, we are gonna turn these goddamn kids <laughs> into. <laughs> Yeah, right. Like, like, the, like, and, and you're gonna learn how to dance. And uh, I recently got a chance. Yeah, Michael King's gonna get real good. Finally, catch uh, Spike Lee's fantastic "Bad at 25" documentary that mm-hmm. he did about the 25th anniversary of Bad, and it's fucking amazing. Just from the portrait that it paints of Michael Jackson Ooh, as an like entertainer, it was an ABC. 
ABC actually, um, but I, I think you can probably find it online. It was yeah. ABC, it aired on ABC a they few months ago. It had to be recently. It was a few months ago. Like a bad twenty-five. Yeah, I DVR'd it and I finally got a chance to watch it. But it's just fantastic in the in the way that everyone talks about Michael. All these you know classically trained composers, musicians, or whatever, and they talk about his discipline that he had yeah. and how I forget one person was like it's probably not legal today to do what Joe did to children but that's the only way that Michael Jackson could be who he was because he had such discipline that yeah. like literally imagine being Michael like such a fucking incredible creative genius and your father will literally kick in your door in the middle of the night and just beat the fuck out of you for nothing for uh, nothing let me put it this way. the discipline that you get to avoid that is going to be not it's not human it's yeah. not human this is true now the, the the other side of it is like you know you had a fucked up childhood <laughs> when Madonna goes on stage after you die and says you know what I'm really sad for is that he didn't get to enjoy his childhood. You're like, you're Madonna. Right. You have been bitching your entire life about how you didn't enjoy your childhood, and now you're coming out going, but at least I had a childhood. Right? Like, that's how you that's know. That's fucked up. That's always the threshold to see, like, yeah, the fucked up in this. I mean, like, I mean, damn, like, when I was watching, I was like, gee, like, when Madonna was singing. It's so like, tragic. You know, yeah. It's so fucking tragic. Madonna ran away to sing at 13. Right? Yeah. Like, it, and she's like lamenting the fact that you didn't have a childhood. That something went wrong. Right. Yeah. But I mean, That's damn, son, I feel like every black family in America watched at least oh, five so times annoying. that uh, Jackson family. American dream? <laughs> you know I know the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't even got to say. Oh, you don't even know what we talk about. Man, listen. I'm sorry. I wasn't raised in a black family. No, Why you got to fucking, you know, so. every day people learn something <laughs> new. You don't got to fucking. I will say that. Forget that you weren't raised by middle class black I, people. I I'm forgot sorry. about that. I'm I sorry. I will say this about middle Beyonce, class, though. Because I used white. to be a Beyonce hater. And okay. I'm, not, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Because <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit I that. I still am, Well, because when Destiny's Child hater. first came out, like you said, mm-hmm. it was completely clear that she was going to be the star. And they really tried. I mean, they did not. They were not subtle. They were not subtle in the videos. No. The shots, bro. It was like, okay, okay, I get it. Beyonce knows. So I was like, okay, they're trying to, like, push her in front of us. And I was like, ah, whatever, whatever. But she made a believer out of me because you got to respect that bitch's work ethic. Yes. No, no, no. No, seriously. Well, I mean, actually, I mean, she is. She is a work ethic. She ain't married to Jay-Z for no reason. Like, I don't even know if they got love in their relationship. (laughs) If they do, that's their business. If they don't, that's their business. But I swear he met her like, I can come up with this bitch. She got her head on straight. Yeah. We can take over. Like, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you watch, like, uh, it is suspicious. It's like the Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt contingent as yeah. well, where it's like, like the the unspoken word in Hollywood Jay-Z's like, is oh, that they what? have an open thing going on, but like nobody talks about it. Nobody just agrees not to say some shit because it's like they need the power couple to stick together. Not even right. like as a love thing. Just like, look, we're raising kids. Let Brad fuck a bunch of groupies. I just want to stay home with the kids, and that's what they do. And maybe that's the case with Jay-Z. Yeah. Me, I, like, I don't know. I think they but, I mean, enjoy it's suspicious. each other for real. I think they enjoy suspicious. each other's company. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know. I think there's a there's a genuine. I mean, you can see there's genuine sure, admiration yeah, yeah. between I'm them. I'm sure there's yeah. definitely but a you, level. No respect. doubt, bro. Yeah, Jay, yeah. Like, listen, regardless, he could have been with any type of bitch. Yeah, though, yeah, 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 right? yeah. He could have he could have Rihanna'd it up years ago. Yeah, like, and he had the opportunity because he discovered her. You know, but he was like, this bitch right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, I get it. We can I get make it. millions on top of millions. She's smart and she's talented. Let's I mean, go. it's, it's royalty. Here's, here's the thing. Go for During, it. When she like to your point. 
when she fucking rocked it at the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, that's that was a fucking that was like I am performing at the Super Bowl. I know what this means. I'm gonna fucking put on a show. Exactly. Even if you didn't like her, you were like, okay, at least she fucking worked her ass off. Madonna was hating her ass off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. Why would Madonna say? No, she was at the Super Bowl the year before, and and it was was terrible. It's terrible. That was was the the wackest shit in the world. And then she had MIA come out and Nicki Minaj do a fucking uh, their verse on the shitty song that she was about to release on the album that no one remembers. Yes. And And it was. She couldn't even finish. the, right, movie. and the fucking she song was called. Uh, wait, the song was called "I Love Madonna," right? So it's not like she uh, even did a different thing from like, what Beyonce's Beyonce, Beyonce for Beyonce. Do you know what I'm saying? Now look, I will say it this right just, off the bat: the difference between Beyonce performing at the Super Bowl today and Madonna's performing at the Super Bowl today is like 30 years. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, don't take your job though. No, I'm just saying. Don't take the job. Difference in age and the difference in like Madonna was so just she was. I mean, it's that's the thing they said when Michael Jackson died. Like, there will never be ever anyone more famous than Michael Jackson was during the time that he was alive. It's not possible, bro. When you you literally can't. And I'm not saying that Madonna was as first of all, there's no one, but she was definitely. I mean, it's a thing everybody's heard of Madonna. Exactly. Babies, babies have heard of Madonna. That's Lady first Gaga word. clearly wants to be Madonna. Absolutely, oh and, and you'll never, you can't because you, it's impossible exactly. to, it's impossible to reach that level because of the way that you everything's, know, and it's good. No, it's, you know what it niche. is. But what I'm saying is that Madonna now is like retired. So like for her to be like, I'm gonna do a Super Bowl. Like, dude, what are you doing? You're a 60 year old woman. Right. No, you got a, three kids. With your, you haven't done an album that's worth a shit in a decade at least. Oh my with God. the with the yes. Lady Gaga, st- the point I feel like again, right? She's someone who was on MTV reality show. She's on Boiling Points by her real name before she ever became Lady Gaga. Yeah. She fucking went to a performing arts theater. Do you know what I mean? She's classically trained or whatever. Yeah, but right. you are gonna affect all the you know the fucking exactly. like it's it's the point of like why would you even try to reproduce this path that led someone at thirteen to flee home who then looks on Michael Jackson is like oh my god this guy was fucked yeah, yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean like just let just don't even so like like you you clearly clearly well, you don't need that you don't need that life you're not about that life what was Lady that Gaga. fucking you song that um the everybody come on do your thing you know what's that song express uh, yourself wait no 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 that was way later wait, can, you, can, can, you do, can you do it again can you do it again everybody come on Everybody. It's supposed to be Madonna. Yeah, yeah, oh. way back in the day, way back. It was like one of her first songs, but it's actually it was, she was in a I, she I, was I, in like a she was in like a <laughs> pop she was like in a pop synth group. She was the drummer. Starlight, starlight. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Same era, same era. But I don't know uh, if it was that song exactly. Like but <laughs> but. Uh, the point is, she was a drummer in a pop synth band. Oh, sorry. When she was like, I don't know, 15, 16 years old, she was like a drummer in a pop synth band. Right. And then, uh, and she kept going like, let me sing, cause she just did backup vocals, and they let her sing. And when she, she sang, like, it used to be the lead singer was like holding, he had the stand and everything, he just lean over the stand and kinda sing. So when she got up there, she took the mic out of the stand, threw the stand down, and was dancing, you know what I mean? And doing the songs, and, and like, the whole crowd was like, hey, who's this fucking hot lead singer? And they did that for, like, a year, and then uh, then she was like, fuck this band, I could totally do this on my own. It's synth pop, it's fucking electronic music. Any asshole could fucking hit a button. I don't need to write the shit, I'll just sing and move my ass. And that's how she got... But there's video of her singing that song, like, early on, and it's like... 
similar in some regards to you see photos of Lady Gaga before she was Lady Gaga back when she was Jewy McJewerson, and she she has a very Jewish name. I don't remember what it is, but it's like Stephanie Defano. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, so, it's like a, it's Italian. I feel. Yeah. Like. All right. Well, God damn. Whatever. <laughs> She's from New York. They ain't Italian. She's a lot of, <laughs> lot of Jews. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. Everybody was telling me she was Jewish. So that's why I, I, I think she's Italian. All right, whatever. Fine. Uh, the point is... <laughs> hey, I'm Italian. I'm allowed to make fun of my own. Uh, anyway, my point is that like there are there are photos, there are videos, and there are even recordings of like many early Lady Gaga uh, De Stefano uh, hits, if you will. Um, and so it's, it, that's, again, comes down to the thing where it's like, you can't build a whole, like, persona and personality around all this stuff because there's, like, so much footage of you not being the person that you ended up being. Where you it's mean, like, like, Nicki Minaj trying to be little Carol to pop it off? And then... Yeah, Nicki Minaj is really... But, like, I don't... Like, we need, no, we need, we need to really take a moment right now to talk about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I don't know enough about her, bitch. so you guys, no, you, you you guys take ahead, a moment. Go, I don't know anything about her. I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. So she's a rapper, right? Okay, from Jamaica, Queens, whatever. Once again, went to an art school. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Um, and you can parents, tell she's a fucking theater nerd. Just exactly. Every time she talks, you're like, oh, my God, just go backstage and read a fucking play and stop talking. Yeah. It, first of all, when she first came out, remember when she always tried to act British and stuff? Right. And, she was really like, you were like, yo, you were like, first of all, that shit's not hot on Madonna. And the damn shit's not working for you right now. Like, it, you it was, can fall back, you fake ass. By the way, her culture. name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, which is definitely Italian. Too many names. Too many names. Very much like Madonna. Sorry. Completely. Go go back to your name. You know, um, so... She came out and she, know, she, she totally recreated the Little Kim hardcore poster. Right. And like all her uh, early promotional stuff was a la Little Kim, like everything. So then when Little Kim was like, all right, bitch, kiss the ring, she was like, I ain't got to kiss shit. It's like, but bitch, you stole my entire. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You you're getting, you, you just, you just summed up probably like a decade of history in one sentence. And of course. So I'm going to have to pull you back because. Okay. Uh, from Let's go ahead. Let's do it. Let's there's definitely it a white person or two listening to this going, I'm sorry. Rivopolis, we're going to slow this one down for you right now. <laughs> sorry. Kick and flavor. Uh, All right. So, um, uh, uh, okay. I know fucking nothing about Nicki Minaj. Absolutely. My recollection of Little Kim, Lil. Kim. Oh, oh God! I'm so glad you corrected yourself right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I was I wasn't gonna say anything. No, 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 I, know. I wasn't gonna say anything. I know a thing or two about. But, yo, you, uh, I little liked, Kim. God, you are liked, so Johnny Carson I liked a right little, now. I liked. A, I, I didn't. I never heard any of her songs. I may have right. heard one of her songs. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure I heard one of her songs. But to my knowledge, I've never heard either of their. Affiliated songs. with Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, I'm sure. Right, 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 right. Well, but yeah. my recollection of her was back in like it was like her and Missy Elliott were were like two sides of the same kind of coin. Like like hardcore female rappers that got. Respect from the the if you will straight male contingent of of rap, uh, yes. hanging out with your Tupacs and your Biggies and whatnots, and 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 in that crew or that time period. And all I knew about Lil, Lil Kim, what I liked, <laughs> I what I like what I yeah, gave her, right? I gave her some, great. Where I gave her like kudos, like that she was like filthy as shit. Like she just was like, and a com- she owned just it. a complete perv. And I love about I know and she things like, like sprite cans. Exactly. Like, she's, she's fucking like, and and when she show up graphic. to a award show with like one titty hanging out and a star on it, that is really when she. Like, that is really.
really when Lil' Kim became a national kind of thing when she showed up. What was it, the MTV Movie Awards? MTV Music so. Awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Diana Mo- Ross was like, what is yeah, this? Yeah, Diana yeah, yeah. Ross was like, Diana Ross. Way, I remember watching that in real time. Big, big ups to Diana Ross. Diana Ross literally, she like, she, she like played with the titty and she's yeah. like, what are you doing right because, now? Because she really was like, what the hell? Like, I'm not like Diana Ross. Ross who, Diana Ross who came and up, right? right? Diana and what Ross. I like is that, is that yeah, Lil, Lil Kim didn't go like, what, what, what? She wasn't like, this is who I am. She was like, hee, hee, hee. Like, she giggled like, yeah, no, I know. It's ridiculous. But come on, fucking, what are you going to do? Like, you know what right. I mean? She was just, she was cool about it. I think that, to, to me, like, when she did that, you know, if if she had gotten kind of indignant, like, no, this is my autistic persona, then it'd be like, all right, you're done. But the fact that she was like, yeah, yeah, good, play with a titty. Like, whatever. Like, big respect. It's Diana Ross, for fuck's sake, grabbing your titty. Like, cool. And she was she was cool about it. So that's all I know of Lil' Kim. Uh, now, my recollection, or not recollection, yeah. my understanding, my knowledge... Uh, pretty much ends after the titty grab incident. I don't know. Has she? Is she still making albums? Is she out of the game? Has she been out of the game for like? In my okay. head, she's been out of the game for at least a decade. But I assume <laughs> I'm wrong. Here's the thing. So around so, about 2005, she went to jail. Okay, yeah. she was making oh. music all the way up until that time. She, she, she was still in jail. She no. popped. She had a big no. hit with 50 Cent, Magic right. Stick. Yeah. Where she again was that was like she like had a big resurgence. Like 0304. Right. Mm-hmm. But then she went to jail about 0506. But she was only in jail for like a year. So came back, did Dancing with the Stars. You know how all stars do to get their little money back mm-hmm. uh, just to get a buzz. And then she did a gang of plastic surgery, and that's what fucked her up. Because mm. then she didn't even look like the regular right. little Kim. She looks she crazy. Looks, she looks terrible. A hot ass man. I'm about to look up she some little Kim. A hot yeah. ass man. She, she was all right. You know? she, I mean, yeah, she, she was still working like all the way up to about 05. Right. And then you can just see. And then it. Nicki Minaj didn't really pop until like 09, and Nicki Minaj was really well, first talking of all, like she was old. Old news. It was like, bitch, 05 wasn't that long ago. Yeah, and like, and you can't just disrespect a whole a motherfucker's whole work. Dude. No, no, no. no. The reason I slowed you down on this is because Luke Kim looks Asian. Am I wrong on that? You were wrong. With, with well, this, yeah, with this the thing, uh, yeah. plastic surgery, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Jesus. Yeah, it's been a while since the old titty flop. It's been a while since the old titty Wait, wait, wait. We're going to put that on the board. Is that Lil' Kim? Uh, That's how she looks now, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. She, oh, she, she literally looks like an old Asian woman. Yeah. Been a while oh, since poor the old... Lil' Kim. Uh, All right. Yeah. I was even willing to give her the respect of mispronouncing the word little. Yeah. Anyway. So when you said the thing, the reason I slowed you down is because you said something like, and then Nicki Minaj wanted to be Lil' Kim. She did all this Lil' Kim stuff. And then Lil' Kim said, kiss my ring, and then that whole thing. Now, was that a real event, or is this a theoretical? No, yes. See, this is a different. This is like a hypothetical. Into it. Now, here's it. So they were at an awards show. No, 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 no. Here's, 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 here's what, here's, now here we'll bring it in for the, uh, the white Riffalonians out there, okay, who are not familiar. Don't, don't suppose there aren't some black nerds out there. No, so I'm gonna say this right. Even the black nerds are still somewhat familiar with probably what I'm gonna say right now, just because okay. you can't not know by being the virtue of living in a black it's house. It's part household. of the code. It's okay. part of the bit. It's the sense of you don't really got to go on an award show because you got Hot 97, you yeah. got radio, radio stations shows. that are syndicated everywhere now, essentially. Yeah. Where some artist goes out and well, they mind just. I have a theory about all this in a moment. Okay. So go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, where basically someone goes on there, you know what I'm saying? Go Hot 97 in New York. You know where motherfuckers get shot coming out of the station after they just did an interview talking shit on people. It's <laughs> happened. That's the thing that happens all the time. How Wendy, <laughs> Wendy Williams got death threats. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, and so you basically go on there and you're like, listen, these motherfuckers 
motherfuckers, you know, you just you just say what we just said right now. You ain't got no respect for nobody. You don't show no fucking class. Yeah. And then they can go on somebody else's show on another network or whatever who's more sympathetic to them, and they pop off the same way. And then, then vlogs get involved. Right. Now we in twenty. And then by the time you get to an award show, that's how motherfuckers die. Okay. Fights break out. Okay, because that's when, like, remember when the Source Awards tried to be a thing and motherfuckers <laughs> got killed, son, because Snoop was like, I thought we, like, like Snoop Dogg back in the middle of the East Coast, West Coast, like, oh, we can't get no love. We can't get no love on the East Coast. And then motherfuckers start throwing chairs at each other and shit, son. Guns was coming out or whatever. You can't get black people an award show because the hype leading up to it, motherfuckers will die. Essentially, that's what happens. Then. Yeah, it, but see, here's the thing. Real quick, before, I gotta say, like, that, before all of that, well, just, now I have a. Okay, hold on. Well, we gotta say some more. I'm gonna pull out some notepad because I got like ten more subjects I gotta get to based on just a few sentences. So go ahead. <laughs> like, but before all of that, do. let's just start with the basics. Okay. Well, Little Kim dropped her first debut album. It was called Hardcore. She took a picture in a leopard bikini with a red fur coat on, with a leg spread eagle on the just cover. Just wild. Infamous cover. Wild. Okay? Graphic. When, yeah, graphic. It, nobody ever seen anything. Like, that was so the shit subjective. that Tipper Gore, like, that was the kind of shit that Tipper Gore was like, we need parental advisory labels. Like, that little Kim was like, I piss on your parental advisory. Yeah, it was, it was just so in your face, whatever. So then Nicki Minaj was a budding artist coming out at all of her promotional photos, stuff like that, was the same exact shot, same thing, you know, trying to duplicate Exactly what Little Kim did, just like how Lady Gaga tries to duplicate Madonna. It was the same exact shit. And so Little Kim was just like, okay, so you just gonna steal my entire life. Kind of like how Kobe tried to be sick that time, like it was the flu game. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like the same way that Kobe tries. Life. Right, like everyone's like, you can't just fucking idolize Jordan and try and be him. You can't force. Exactly. You can't, you can't force, force weird Jordan. Yeah, right. Like that game Kobe was what sick the and he was fuck are you talking about now? Oh, damn. You didn't hear about the flu game? Oh, he hates oh, sports. It's sports. We lost it. Oh, we shit. Lost Why him. Would Never I... mind. That was a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. Never mind. Never mind. Fuck that. We said it. You should have told me. I didn't know. I didn't know we were going to rip that deep. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Real quick. It's real quick. I, I know. Oh. I appreciate the hell of the fact that black audience members uh, are very expressive. <laughs> And I love the fact that you guys are loud and excited about shit. But please, for the love of my apartment, do not stomp the floors when you're surprised by something. Apologies. The both of you, I keep feeling like there's an earthquake for a moment because I feel like like I'm stomping. The both of you, yeah, the both of you have been stomping. Believe me, over here where there's no stomping going on, (laughs) believe me, you've both been stomping. I keep feeling shakes, and I'm like, oh, that's right. I've got two black people on the other side of the table. There's going to be some stomping. I get it. It's cool. It's fine. Just please. Cause I call, cause these fucking assholes above me do a dubstep party at Wednesday every 1 a.m. and I always gotta call security to be like, listen, they're fucking doing their dubstep party again. I don't again. think we're anywhere near I'm as trying bad to as sleep dubstep. No, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, do you understand, like, if these people below me call, then I'm no better. Then I don't get that, I don't get that you don't special get to privilege. Call no more on them. They yeah, see what I'm saying? Cause they're gonna be like, well, I'm understanding that on Mondays, people stomp on the floor from <laughs> 7 to 9 p.m. And I'm gonna be like, yeah, listen, I'm got... <laughs> I do a podcast and they get really excited and they're going to be like, what does that mean? And I'm like, then we got to start all over again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not trying to set res- racial relations back 50 years or nothing. I'm just saying, Fair take point. it easy on the stomp and that's all. Yeah, right. All right. Let's not talk about this Kobe thing. You go on with what you were saying because I'm, I was confused. You were saying something about Nicki Minaj. You were trying to explain the kiss in the ring thing. 
Yeah, it's just, you know, uh, and that's like the godfather term or whatever. She was just talking about she wanted some respect. And basically, Nikki tried to completely deny that she borrowed anything from her legacy, her image, you know, her style, her career, whatever, when it was quite obvious she borrowed everything. And right. so she lost a lot of respect coming coming out, starting out in the game. Now, right. it's Nicki Minaj kind of steals from everybody. Like, one minute she, you know, tries to take from Gaga, because Gaga named all her fans monsters, and now she's barbs and cans, and now everybody's into this thing yeah. about they're trying she to name She calls her fans fan. a little bit. Yeah, she's like black. She's black Barbie, so she calls her fans, her female fans. Barbs and cans. And it's all her Twitter shit. feed is really, if you go ever through it and you just want to actually, if you feel nauseated and you can't throw up, just peruse Nicki Minaj's Twitter feed and then it will come out of your mouth. She's just all over the place. She's trying to be a little bit of everybody to the point that I can't respect her no more. Like, first, I wanted to respect her because there's not that many females well, let's in be honest. that She talent. actually is a very talented lyricist. When she wants to be. And the, But that's the thing that I feel like is very frustrating is if you listen to some of her, her verses on certain tracks, she is fucking, she can just drop a verse with anybody in the game. But she doesn't want to do that. And instead, you get the weird American Idol shit where she's feuding with Mariah Carey. And it's like, what are you doing with your life? Do you know what I mean? Like, that, like it's it's that, it's that, and you know, I feel like it's that same thing where like diva became a thing and everyone's like, oh, I'm a diva now. Yeah. You know, and VH1 was like, oh, we're having divas and we're honoring our divas. But there was actually a generation of women who had not gotten the kind of respect and recognition and widespread acknowledgement that their careers had really sort of deserved. Like Missy Elliott. Right, exactly. And even, like, even, you know, like, even Aretha Franklin to a degree where you really understood the history of where she brought soul music and what it meant for her career to travel around the world in the time and place and to really bring that fucking just, you know, just... And bring people together. Right, you know, there's a reason that, that, that that kind of fucking, you know, nostalgia was really solid, but now you've got fucking divas hosted by the dude Adam Lambert from American Idol or whatever, and it's just a bunch of it's in the sense of like, okay, it would be fine if it was just a couple year run, but now you've got this whole generation of people who grew up watching that shit, and they, they the, it's cheapened. Everything is cheap. Well, I, I remember, I remember when when Kathy Griffin did a whole thing on her album about uh, about the VH1's divas thing, and she was like. There was maybe two divas out of ten. The rest of them were just like female singers, but they weren't divas by any means. You know what I mean? That was her whole right. thing. It was like Aretha Franklin, fine, diva. I'll grant you that. And then, um, uh, I don't remember. But don't then remember. they just had people that had a hot single this week. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, yeah, you're yeah. not a diva. Like, Katy like, Perry, like, sit yeah. out. Yeah. She said that, uh, what was it? Uh, she said Aretha Franklin, diva. Uh, Gloria Stefan, Latin diva. Chloe has to the She's like yeah. Mariah Carey. Uh, Are you serious? Uh, no, Mariah Carey. Listen, listen, a lot of people may she not. Has you the may not. You, running record you may not one. like no, her. Back in the back, yeah, no, when even, VH1 no. did their thing. No, this is even even back then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's as, and that's part of the reason that Kathy Griffin is Kathy Griffin because that's some hating ass shit. There's there's no chance even if you fucking just fundamentally dislike Mariah Carey if you fucking cannot acknowledge what she did artistically and just all around with her singles with her production team exactly. and the fucking quality product she put out over year over
over year over year. Exactly. You are a hating ass motherfucker. She beat Elvis. Count me amongst the uh, hating ass motherfuckers. Well, it's an unfortunate Elvis. place to be, but uh, you must be. I, I've, I've said before, I have I have a number of uh, qualms with Mariah. That's Karen. fine, son. But you can't like again. It's it's like there are certain artists that I fucking loathe, but I will still respect the fact that you put together this fucking production team and your fucking work and everything that you went behind it and the songs and the lyrics and the craftsmanship and the fucking albums were fucking they're top notch man in terms of pop music and placing things yeah, yeah. she has to be recognized perfect example Phantom Kanye Menace West. was 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 a was a uh, was don't visual you, effects you don't uh, fucking compare Phantom Menace to anything that Mariah Carey did before yeah. the year 2001 it's a shitty comparison no, no because no, there's it's, a lot it's of very people, shitty there's a lot of people that went into making it there was it was the top notch high quality the product is not anywhere that. near as good as what Mariah Carey did during Honey, during Butterfly, during any of that shit. No. You may not fucking have it as your cup of tea, but in terms of respecting it from an industry standpoint, in terms of respecting it for what it did in terms of just pure artistry. But wouldn't you that be the not, people around her? No, son, because but she, she built the team. And wrote most of that, that shit. That shit is her. She's so up there you, with Beatles, That's why she gets that. to be so fucking antagonistic Rich. like that. Because Rich. she had her hand in all that shit, She son. owns half a Sony. This bitch is rich. Mariah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's hate she married, uh, what's his name? And Tony she don't own half of it. She owns part Matola, of it. Tony Matola. Tony Matola. Tony Matola. Yeah. yeah. But again, though, like, if she made that move, then, like, that's part of, that, that was part of Mariah Carey and what makes her Mariah Carey. Yeah. So you can't negate that somehow because it, it doesn't go away. That's what I'm saying. So, like, you might hate the fuck out of her, but that that makes her even more of a diva then. Well, Sorry. Well, thing Unfortunately, is by the way the definition works, that's how the game goes. Yeah, she, she's a diva. She earned it. Like Kanye West. Kathy Griffin can shut the fuck up. Perfect example, Kanye West. To be fair, I don't actually remember if she said Mariah Carey in her eh, but she was talking about all the various divas. I hope that bitch didn't. I hope she didn't. Look, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. I what it she had. <laughs> she, had on hair. she did go do, back in time and regulate on that album. She did do a, a number of uh, a number of minutes on Mariah Carey, which I enjoyed thoroughly. I don't like Mariah Carey. I don't like her music. Never have. Never understood it. Don't know why anybody God, likes it. Well, that's part of the reason your heart is dead inside. No, no, no. That's just a personal opinion. My personal opinion is this is terrible. I it's literally like nails on a chalkboard to listen, me. It's terrible. Listen, if you can't, and if so, you don't feel so, anything. So to me, all the things you're talking about, I take down like, oh yeah, well. Sure, it was a quality production, but I'm like, well, she doesn't own she. She's not a recording engineer. Her voice is fucking one of the greatest voices, though. Isn't she it? has a she has an amazing range. I'll grant you that, but yeah. like, I it's 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 terrible. But that's <laughs> look. But I'll you let are that entitled be, to your I will opinion. let that right. be just yeah, how no I feel. So no I can't give respect to something I think should have never been put on the radio in the first place. That's oh, me. Because I can't be like, oh, oh well, I didn't like you it. You're going to tell me that well. Mariah Carey Boys to Men collaboration? Once I fucking hated them, too. Oh, my God. You were the devil. <laughs> you were the devil. <laughs> they, were even, they were actually even worse how because, you, like, how are you going to shit on Boys to Men? They had this music video where, like, the four of them were all singing to one bitch about, like, wanting to be, like, her man and stuff like that. That, but With then the they're all, but they're, yeah, all but they're all like security yeah, uh, we, we, installation I'll make specialists. Love to you. Yes, that's the quintessential voice. Going like, wait a minute, so. let me get this right. You're after a woman that you secu- you installed the security system for. And First like, of all, I'm you act like some women don't want four gentlemen well, 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 to have. To be honest, to be honest, <laughs> all four of them weren't singing to that bitch. Dwayne oh. Martin was. Dwayne Martin was the cable installer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, in all in all fairness, let me put this in all fairness. 
across the racial divide, I put them all in the same category of like a bunch of dudes singing crappy romantic songs. Yeah, you really don't. And understand I'm not saying voice, no. I'm not even saying. I'm not. I'm not yikes. saying whatever. I'm just saying like all of that shit was like it fell on to me deaf ears. I didn't go like oh I don't like uh, R and B and whatever have you. I just said Til the I end don't of the like road, voice. Bro? No, none of that shit. To the end of the all road? terrible to you me. You don't even like that. All terrible to me. I, oh my I God. completely and one hundred percent disagree with all of that. That's but, fine. That's but fine. You are inside yeah, of the opinion. I got. I got. Dude, I That's believe. The why we I guarantee. So I have music. music. I have music that makes me shiver, gets goosebumps, makes me cry. That you would probably both like go. Oh my god, this sounds like nails on a chalkboard. I guarantee it. But I'm just saying that, like, to me, all that shit. The boys to men. The fucking uh, color me bad. The Don't fucking, you? Fu- you can't put boys to men and color I me can. bad. No, I you can. cannot. That's yes. No. Yes. No. You yes. actually can't. Yes. Color me yes, bad. No, you can't. Yes, I can. You cannot do that. Because to, you got to understand that, like, it, the reason why is because at that. the time that those albums were, like, popular and popping off and going on MTV and all this shit, the same people who thoroughly enjoyed Boys to Men also thoroughly enjoyed Color Me Bad. No, they didn't. Uh, first of all, yes. they did not. No, they didn't because you're talking, you're talking, to, you're talking to two of In them. In Phoenix. No. You, first right, of all, look. you knew like six black people. So. I'm not talking. About, look, I'm not talking about. Look, I'm not trying to turn this into a racial thing. I'm just, You're I'm trying to turn Mitch, this fucking racial. Mitch, I'm kidding, Mitch. All right. Well, I'm saying that like in Phoenix, the the people that that liked that kind of music, that like soapy, soppy, fucking sacrilene, fucking oh, I'm gonna sing to some bitch. But about that's some not shit. what Boys to Men was. To me, yes, because the same people who liked all the shit I didn't like before that that sounded the same to me also like boys to men so they get lumped in the same category i respect the fact that you don't think they belong in that category but to me all that shit was terrible i just want to say this color me bad was out for a summer boys to men had a career that's it there's a couple other bands like here's here's my i want to sex you up and then it was over okay you know what it is you know what it is i'll grant you that they're one hit wonders i'm just saying that the the genre i'm telling you that certainly around that time Definitely, there were people who had Coloring Bad CDs and Boys to Men CDs. Right. Here's the difference. They uh, might not have liked them equally. No. But I'm just saying that's uh, what happened. Uh, okay. Here's the here's the here's what I can say that uh, I feel like the flaw to a degree is in what you're presenting. Because while we can respect your opinion, we will also you have don't, to. But that's I, okay. No. No. No, all right, go Let ahead. Let me make my point, sir. All right, go ahead. Go I ahead. respect your opinion, but I respect it as a grossly uninformed one. Because okay. you would make such a gross comparison as boys to men being equal to color me bad is like someone trying to come to us and try and talk about comedy and trying to compare Louis C.K. to Carrot Top. Would we respect their opinion? No. But we would we would say, okay, you are you can have that opinion. It's uninformed, right? But you can have it. So like I get the point that yeah. you're trying to make about boys to men, but you clearly don't know enough about where they fall in terms of R and B, where they term fall in terms of artistry, even in terms of the range of songs that they had and no, what they no, presented. I will like comparing you, I will, Aha to Nirvana. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Look, I will, I will absolutely, I will absolutely grant you that boys to men stuck around longer, but all to me as as a younger me. All that meant is, oh, I gotta keep hearing this shit. Now, there was a lot of bands around the time 
in my recollection, I can't I can't remember enough of them to bring them up right now. But around the time, it seemed like there was a lot of bands doing that same thing. And that's because they were trying to be boys to men. That's fine. <laughs> but I'm just saying that I'm pointing out to you why you know, young right, you right. was so fucking inundated well, and annoyed. The, the reason why I say that the the reason where the analogy kind of falls apart is because in regards to genres, Color Me to Bad uh, would appeal to the same people to to a large degree that bad uh, that boys to men would appeal to, whereas. As Carrot Top uh, would appeal to the same people that previously might be a, uh, a big Gallagher fans. That's that's fair to say because they're both prop comics. So it's like if somebody was like, "Swap oh. out Dane Cook and then we're golden." There you go. You better. <laughs> you feel better about that? Is that a good example for you? You feel what, is that more? Is that better Dane, for you? Dane Cook, Dane Cook and Louis C.K. Yeah, that's, is that a better example for you? Because now it's much more equivalent in the sense of, oh, we can pedal this thing and he's edgy and that, and they fucking faced off on Louis' show. So is yeah, that yeah, a better yeah. example if for somebody, you? Now? You're saying like if somebody said like, I no, don't, I'm saying color me bad and boys. Meant what you're trying to do, right? 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 What in I'm that saying, regard? I'm trying, I'm trying to verify. I'm trying to verify your point. I'm, yeah. That's all I'm doing here. Okay. So you're, what you're you're saying is that if somebody came to me and said, "Oh, I don't like Louis C.K. He's just like Dane Cook," would I be? Would I be like, "I respect your opinion, but they are wildly different." Yes, I would say that. Yeah. But but that's I, us right now. But that's, that's closer. What, exactly. But that's definitely closer. No, to that's what we're no, that's about. what yeah, I'm yeah. saying. Is that's yeah. us to yeah. you right now? Yeah, yeah. I so get, like, I get, I get like here, like, and it's it's interesting to hear you. Talk about a younger you and be like, oh, this fucking thing. Whereas, like, if you're black and you really like white music, it's tough. Like, you don't just get to, you're like, oh, what the hell is this? And, like, black people are like, why do you like all this fucking noise? And you have to fight to like it. You know what? You know, and it's funny to hear you just be like, you're just all the fucking same. You're just the fucking same. No, no, no. No, stop. And listen. Listen. Go ahead. We don't clump white music together like I'm not, no, stop it fucking clumping white music with black music. Stop it. And that's not the point that we're doing, but I think you're missing what we're saying right now. To hear you be like, oh, this, like, oh, of course they. They would have this in there you know what i mean like you're putting it in a very monolithic term yeah. whereas if you are young and black especially in the time when like nirvana was popping off and when i was listening to fucking offspring and like just diving in the fucking jam. pearl jam i remember when i bought 10 i was li- i was i was living with my cousin who was working in chicago and doing tv production stuff went to the record store and she's like oh like what albums did you buy and i was like oh i bought at the drive-in Okay, mm-hmm. who became Mars Volta later on, and I bought Pearl Jam ten, and like that, and she was like, "The fuck, Google doll, right?" Like, and like, any, like, and you had like, I like to this day, you know, what I'm saying like, I can go, I can just think of a litany of examples of any time that I was fucking driving a car and any fucking black person, the family member got in and like. Oh shit! You left all this noise on right, all these right, white right. people stations right, or whatever. I, I see what you're saying. Absolutely. So it's it's that. interesting for me to hear like you're not even aware of the dismissiveness, but like yeah, that's no, no, hold on, because what? No, this is what I'm questioning. This is what I'm saying is that that in regards to genres, which is what we're talking about here, in regards to genres, that's not a genre that I've ever had. No, but under- hold on, hold on. No, too- but your genre point is... Okay, sorry. Go let me let me finish that, because a, to a genre standpoint, that's not a genre that's ever appealed to me. So to me, I was always like, it's flowery, it's too... like what, R&B? Pop and R&B. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that, that kind of... You're, yeah, you're, yeah, and again, you're uh, conflating two different genres. Uh, to me, it was like, it was, it, it all... It, I basically, I I'll, I'll be fair. 
and that uh, it's it seemed like the kind of thing that you know the the popular uh, you know thirteen fourteen year old girls at, in my middle school and then later the fifteen sixteen year old girls in my high school and earlier the eight eight and seven year old girls in my elementary school they all seemed to follow a certain path and it went from one band that I didn't or not band group of like male singers and to some degree female singers to another that all kind of uh, it was is a linear path and uh, to that same exact point to the point you're making about the uh, it's all noise the other side of it myself and my friends very much followed a linear path of like oh uh i like 80s butt rock you know uh your cinderellas your motley Cruz, your metallicas megadeth whatever to like oh i really like grunge i like nirvana and soundgarden and pearl jam and things like this to like later oh i like marilyn Manson, nice nails skinny puppy uh you know craft work things like this uh, that's that's a that's a fair linear path, and so if somebody like doesn't understand a given genre, is like that does not appeal to me at all. You can see how they go like, look, all that sounds the same to me. Even though on your side of it, on your own side of it, on your I mean in your case, but in mine as well, in their own respective sides of it, looking at a given genre. You go like, no, there's all this nuance. And somebody on this side is like, I've never gotten it. It's Here's a basically there's no what you're trying to say is to you, it all just sounds like crappy love music. Right, right, right. Like right. no R&B, no and pop, here is, just crappy And here is what I feel like, and to this is where the genre it. point overlooks the larger uh, dynamic that I'm trying to, to hit at right now is that water. is the sense of for you to be able to say, oh, all these fucking love songs just kind of sound the same and the pop and the R&B sound to sound the same, but like this kind of range of, you know, like I got my hair, metal, I'm a grunge or whatever and death metal and stuff, that shit, you ha- you've got genre and you got new Nuance, okay. If on the flip side, those people who are producing those pop songs, those R and B songs, a lot of black artists or whatever who weren't the face of it, but they were writing forever right, until right, they right. finally got to make their own artists, groups, and shit, and they got popular or whatever. You grow up if you're black musically, culturally, you're limited to R and B and rap and a little bit of pop yeah. as black and gospel. and gospel, right? But gospel isn't is its own much it like is. country music is for the rest of the exactly. world. If gospel is like if you leave gospel and you go to the secular realm, yeah. and there's a whole tradition of famous black soul singers like Sam Cooke who took a lot of shit when he went from gospel to doing regular stuff. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. that kind of Ray stuff Charles gets lost. Yeah. You know, I mean that yeah, shit yeah. gets lost in in history or whatever. So if you're black sure. culturally, you've got a very limited range of music that you can identify with whereas on the flip side you like you can talk about genres and shit and like that nuance to you exists but that doesn't exist to the other side so like if i encounter someone who is like an a fucking you know uh a led zeppelin okay or mm-hmm. i a judas priest or iron maiden or whatever and i'm like wait a minute like what i'm not saying like who is this and i'm like wait what the like what kind of world is this out here so i'm gonna fucking dive in and i'm gonna figure out oh wow there's a whole different well of music that this shit is coming from or whatever and i'm gonna see the different connections but i'm also gonna be aware of like well how come no one else that looks like me that I'm around is listening to this and why is that happening? So like there's a different level of awareness when you are black and you come across music. You don't get the luxury is what I'm kind of trying to point out. To dismiss anything. Which is where you, that's where like I understand the defensiveness that you're making but just by virtue of being who you are where you were, you had the luxury to be like, oh all these stupid girls listen to this crappy love stuff, it's all the same to me. Whereas you didn't give the, like when I came across like Nevermind 
I, my fucking world was changed, man. When I came across Rage Against the Machine, Bulls on Parade, ah. where the first time I heard Bulls on Parade, it was on when ABC was doing like live concerts late at night or whatever, and yeah. they were performing. And I saw that. I just happened to change the channel, and I was like, that sounds like what I feel like every day when I wake up. Man, it's it's you know what it is. Same thing. Like uh, I grew up listening to rock music not knowing it was rock music right it was just shit my dad liked. yeah my dad played a lot of elton john a lot of bruce springsteen um and it was just 80s music but i think the culture of the 80s was that was the first influx of where they were just trying to make music music right and whatever was popular. it was just for, it was sure, for the masses sure. it was yeah, real it mass was, entertainment yeah, that was like, like when we that was when we were really getting decade. into stadiums and you know exactly. like it was really sure, good sure. Yeah, sure. and, and the, the best uh example is michael jackson's right. you know uh the album wasn't beat. It was Thriller, right. where he had Eddie Van Halen playing the riffs and stuff right. like that. And he was clearly R&B rooted, but, you know, taking just... And Michael had a soul tradition as well, too. Exactly. And it, it just took that that whole little next level. So, like, to me, it's, 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 it's very much true. Growing up, right, everything is R&B. It's, it's, it's R&B, it's gospel, soul music, yada, yada. And then you hear other music that you just, like... Uh, inherit from your parents. Or like you hear not Motown. Not really knowing what it is. Yeah, you hear a lot of Motown shit, yeah. but then you'll hear modern shit and you're like, well, why does that sound like this thing? It wasn't until I started playing in a band at, at high school. I was on, I was a drummer. Oh, nice. Where nice. I started really listening to, you know, solos or whatever. Like you'll hear the guitar solo or the, sure, right. sure. you know, what a different section is. Where I became really appreciative of rock music and what sure, it presents sure. and stuff. So, but yeah. it took me to get into music to, to do that. And it's, it's, it's interesting. Like it was, we learned something today. Like when you grow up and you grow up black, you don't really have the luxury to dismiss any music. Like it's all valid in some way, shape, or form. Right? Because you're like, I, I mean, all graduate. What all I'm trying to say, it, it, what I was trying to say is like, I'm not making this about like, oh, well, this is black music. I don't listen to yeah, black I get music. It. No, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, to me, that was a genre of music. That in some regards, there were black uh, musicians, there were black groups. In some regards, there were white music and white groups and whatever have you. But to me, it was like it was all it was one genre where I was like, I just I can't get into it. That's all. Here's so I'm a, saying, no, like, I to me, like, no, I'm, I, I, I'm, I got your point, but I thought what was like, I understood, I always understood your point, but it was more revealing of your no, childhood. Yeah, like, I mean, wow. it was, it was the stuff that you weren't aware of that. It was, you know what I'm saying? And I think for me, well, I, I'm reminded of, of, there's an XKCD comic, um, that, that this always reminds me of this because it's, it's always been hilarious. The, the, they call it the Joe Biden sandwich, uh, philosophy <laughs> nowadays. Um, I'll, I'll bring it up for you. This is, uh, the first guy says, uh, in fact, you want to, you know we can we can do this out. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Who am uh, I? You're going to be the second guy off to the right here. Okay, hat guy. Damn it. Uh, actually, you know what? Um, no, it's okay. I'm let, fine. let me I'm do, fine. let me I'm be fine. the second guy. Let me be the second. Oh, guy. I'm hat guy. So you're a hat guy. Oh, Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, how do you stand this cheap wine? Wine all tastes the same to me. You've just never had good wine. If you paid more attention, you'd realize there's a whole world here. But that's true of anything. Wine, house music, fonts, ants, Wikipedia signatures, Canadian surrealist porn. Spend enough time with any of them and you become a snobby connoisseur. But some things do have more depth than others. If you lock people in a box for a year with 500 still frames of Joe Biden eating a sandwich by the end, they'd be adamant that some were great and some were terrible. You're exaggerating. Oh, really? A year later. Sure, most clothes mouse frames are boring, but in number 450, 
13, the way the man's jaw frame on the mayo and his hand is pure perfection, and... What a surprise. You praising a mayo frame. Listen to you. I think there was nothing else in the sandwich. Frankly, the light-hitting jibs, uh, <laughs> calling it through the lettuce, would put number 242 in my top 10, even if he had no mayo on his hand at all. And the, and the, uh, the other thing about SKDC is there's alt text, which is when you mouse over, and it says... Our brains have just one scale, and we resize our experiences to fit. And to me, that's what this conversation is. When it, when we get into conversations where it's like, oh well, no, if you de- if you delve down deep enough, and and believe me, the wine conversation, you know, I like I don't normally drink wine. I've had more wine in the last two weeks than I've had in my life, by the way. That's the best companion. and that's fine. Uh, actually, this this rosé tastes really good, and what we had last week tastes good, and I was fine with both. Uh, but in, in my, in my history as an adult or as even a person, yeah. wine and champagne have always like, ugh, I hate the taste of it. And I felt the same way as we discussed before about beer. And I'd like to find a beer that can yeah. sort of ease me in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and I think that there are a lot of, like, yeah. I think that when it comes to, like, for instance, industrial music is, is wildly, when it comes to the genre of industrial music, you know, I have friends that listen to industrial music, uh, that goes way deep into like the either from the early to the late that's like experimental industrial and it literally there's no other way to describe it than noise in fact they call it noise yeah no i it's think it's like the genre i think and, and it's that's one oh sorry i just to wrap it up so what i'm saying is that that uh i think that industrial music for instance a lot of the people i know that got into industrial music did it by easily accessible music like nine inch nails and your Marilyn mansons and to some degree skinny puppy uh, but then some of them go a little deeper and they go into like throbbing gristle, which literally is just. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard so the it's drills like, and, and you're just like, what the fuck yeah, is this it's shit? Terrible. It's terrible. So, you know, it's not music. but somebody who's into it is like, oh no, there's a difference between this throbbing gristle yeah. song and that throbbing. It's- yeah, but I feel like that misses the point entirely when we've delved down that deep because it's <laughs> less about you and, again, it's less about the genre nuance and more about the fucking life that you are living as a human being and sort of being aware of like, oh, why are these cultural thing like what is happening and i guess it's more of it makes me think about the like the first time my dad played uh barry white's love unlimited orchestra for me and i was like i it changed i was like wait a minute you mean fucking black people run orchestras like that was not a thing like the entire concept of humanity changed for me when i was like oh you mean a black dude could actually be a conductor and have a fucking now, I orchestra. Do, I do like so Mary stop, White, I, and I, I do like Marvin Gaye. Right, but like so my ahead. point is that it's not about fucking genres, man. It's about hearing something. It's the Malcolm X quote of, you have no idea how much one book can change a man's life. It's the same premise with a song or a band. You have no idea how much one song can transform your perspective on the world and take you from being some kid who just dismisses things as a bunch of junk that sounds all the same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And on the flip side is being like, what do I need to do to grow up to have a fucking orchestra? That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. And and kids in the hood don't get those chances. And 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 and, and what's interesting about that and the comparison of boys to men and color me bad. Boys to men. Actually Apparently, I should not have said that. I was literally. Yeah, no, it was the worst example you could have made. I, I get it. I, <laughs> Let me no no. Let me quickly. Let me quickly. I will let you get back to your point. But let me quickly say, I literally was like, "What's another fucking band? What's another like singing to girls band that I could that I could think of at that so time that I ignored? And I can't remember a lot of them because I fucking didn't pay attention to them. Well, you did a good job of ignoring so them. I'm by just the way. saying. 
Please do not judge the basis of my argument on a, and a on a poorly placed <laughs> reference to a shit ass act that apparently oh, everybody hates, it's and that's late. fine. It's too late. Bro. I wouldn't compare snowed Eminem either. You lost. That is a lit <laughs> but you could compare. You could compare to some degree Snow to Vanilla Ice. Only Vanilla Ice had at least four singles, and Snow was still only had Vanilla Ice. You know Vanilla what? Ice but would that hate is, that comparison. But you know what? It is like comparing Snow to Eminem. It is. When you compare Snow to Boys to Men, it is actually I realize it's a poor. I just literally couldn't. There was another band like Boys to Men. There was around at the same time. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? They had Shy. There was all kinds. of There was like another like four black dudes singing. I mean, you had. I mean, bro. You had you there was had all for one. Maybe that's one. Maybe that's the one. Uh, Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge. That was that unleashed the Cisco. H Town. Okay, H Town. Knocking the boots. All right, that's where Knocking Boots comes from. They had one hit single, and it gave us the best phrase: Knocking Boots, Body Rocking, Knocking the Boots, baby. Uh, they had several singles, but Knocking the Boots was listen, the most famous. I think you are doing some gross exaggeration right now. You're doing some real revisionism. What else they had? Dude, they had um. Uh, See, so you made me forget. Okay, right, yeah, okay. Look at you. You <laughs> no, sound like a Bell Biv DeVoe. Bell DeVoe, but they were from the East Coast yeah, family, but, just like yeah, Bell Biv DeVoe. I'm Bell just Bell saying, but but wouldn't they be? Wouldn't they? Would no, that be a fair comparison? No. They're from New Edition. No, Bell Biv DeVoe was solid. But was it Bell Biv DeVoe that was on Fresh Prince? No, would that be a fair comparison? Would they be a fair comparison? No, the episode where they filmed the music video in the house. Would they be a fair comparison to Boys to Men? No, that's all I'm asking. Fairer. They're they're like the they're the fathers of boys to men. It would be fairer. Fairer. Because, because but they Bim, were out around the Bim same time. found boys to men. Right, yeah. Michael Bivens found boys to men. Yeah, so. From Bell Bell's book. So you, they're all from New Edition. Yeah. That's like that's like Michael Jackson finding 3T. Like yeah, his yeah. uncles. Like the, Sorry, it's whatever. Sorry. Yeah, his his nephew's kids. Uh, yeah. Anyway. No, okay. That'd be like that'd be like uh, Sharon Osborne no, finding Jack. Home. If you don't mind. Her son. I do oh, it just fine. I can be your part time. Oh my God. Do you know how deep in the crowd? That you, you that is not a hit. That is not a hit. What? Maybe in like six counties. Six counties. Well, no. Here, here's six the, counties. The, the other, oh the other God, thing, I'm, the other thing I'm struggling with is that when you talk about the first time you heard Rage Against the Machine, mm-hmm. to me they were they had they they were like practically done. Like Bulls on Parade was like, uh, oh, they're still around. Good. Rage Against the Machine is still doing. The end. Well, no, what I'm saying was, was I mean, the concert that I watched was definitely a, it was an older concert. You know what I mean? It was, but what I'm saying, like Bulls on Parade came out in like '99, 2000. Right, but it was, new '99. It's, it's less it of it's, it's. But here's the thing, though. And it's like but I'm, listen, I'm thinking when I think Rage Against the Machine, I'm thinking. And, you know, 92, yeah, 93 but, yeah, with the, but you know, Killing in the Name of and right. uh, 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 Freedom. But you know what it is, though? It's the same premise of of Think About the Beatles and listening to all those R&B records in, in Liverpool, right? When they were growing sure, up. Sure, sure. All, all, so, no, 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 all, all I was trying to... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just Sorry, trying to say you're trying to lock it into prominence and cultural relevancy, and that's not the issue. The issue is whenever you come across cross it and it's the thing that it is you're just like holy fuck this exists and it's the sense of a bunch of white kids in 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 england listening to robert johnson man the fucking crossroads who fucking people in america didn't even know about bro and they didn't give a fuck about him and all of a sudden them becoming the greatest guitar players of all time because they listened to this old blues dude who was just down with the fucking string and some dude happened to have the fortune of thought to to record him and put it 
it on wax, son. It's, 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 it's so little about when you were big. Do you know what I mean? It has so little relevance of anything at all. It is the point that you are in a, a place where you have access to certain cultural, you know, markers that then give you insight into a world beyond where you are. That's the old human tale. That's the oldest one in the book. That's television. That's fine. I'm, I'm, what, I, what I'm saying is that in, in my youth, from like middle school to, to high school, uh, I don't, I, I'd have to look up the exact dates, but from middle school to high school, it seemed to me that Belle Biv DeVoe and Boys to Men were out around the same time, at least early Boys to Men. You can say over. late Belle Biv DeVoe to early Boys to Men. That's fine, but to me, they were out at around the same time. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can safely put them in the same genre. Now, granted, Boys to Men apparently went on, uh, after that, they, they left, they, and then Belle Biv DeVoe shut down and became other people. And like Bobby Brown, was he part of? New Edition. No. New Edition, no, which is edition. the Belle Biv DeVoe. Yeah. All right. So there you go. So. It's like a spinoff TV show. Yeah, essentially, yeah. It's like exactly. a what's happening, basically. Yeah. <laughs> what's happening now? What's happening again? Same what's thing. happening next so, week? Yeah. So, yeah. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I'm just, that was actually know. pretty dope. That was a very interesting Yeah, that's dialogue. fine. That's fine. It I like, I like a good, I, I like a good, uh, I like a good in-depth conversation. I, uh, We're all about discourse here. Discourse. I like a good discourse. Now, here's a, here's a, uh, here's a question. Um, yeah. I've, I've been bouncing this around in my head for, for a number of years. And uh, I've had uh, uppity whites uh, <laughs> tell me that this is an unfair question to ask. Mm-hmm. But so that I so now oh, I include I I used to include just rap in this question, but now I can safely include country in this in this uh, this theory. You've done your research enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's safe to say. Okay. Like my theory is because I think the the target audience. But maybe not as much today, but let's say mid to late 90s. The target audience for country and the target audience, I know they're wildly different, for like hip hop, would both be groups of people that were not uh, computer loving nerds. That's as a, as a by and large, it would be safe to say that there that's not the target audience. I'm not saying that there aren't people in there that use computers. I'm not saying that they're inefficient. Okay. I'm merely saying that when you talk about like MP3s and shit like this, we'll grant you this premise, right? In the 90, 98 to like two thousand three, MP3s as a thing you go on the internet and download like a torrent. Um, or uh, pirate music in general, you get on your uh, Napster became big like around Fuck 2000. Yeah, Napster. Uh, but then it shut down like a year or two later. Metallica got involved. Damn, Metallica. Lars Ulrich, um, you bitch. It, it seemed to me that if you were a record executive and you were just, let's say, uh, Columbia, right? They would have they would have country acts and hip hop acts on their album or on their label, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you were looking at your sales sheet for the year in 98, 99, and you were looking over and you were like, what's what's selling big? And you were like, okay, hip-hop, uh, country, and then like way down the list, Radiohead and other alternative acts, let's just suppose. Radiohead was really big, so maybe I shouldn't include them in this. But Man, you were really striking out with these examples today. <laughs> 
No, I think I, I bet you. I guarantee you, if we looked up the sales numbers, Radiohead has sold it, it, their highest seller album of all time. That was early two thousands. Later, I'm saying like take the highest selling radio Radiohead album of all time. I guarantee it doesn't hold a candle to a, a single a single Garth Brooks album. Oh, or man. a single Biggie album, you or whatever have you. Can't compare anything yeah. to country, bro. Country's its own right. world. Right, country's. You know, but, but country probably more so than hip hop would be less. What I'm saying is the 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 groups of people who would probably buy albums, purchase a CD, versus go on the internet and just download the shit, pirate it, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I think would be farther leaning towards hip hop and country than you know your alternative and grunge and things like that. I think you would have far more people buying physical product on the hip hop and country sides than you would in the alternative sides. And I think it felt like to me around 98 onwards, I stopped listening to the radio in like 2002. So I'd say 98 to 2002 for my experimental purposes, um, record labels were like, oh, well then let's open, let's, let's have, Pretty much the radio became like hip hop, country, and then we're going to leave one rock slash alternative station. You know what I mean? If you think of like Los Angeles. There are Los more Angeles, hybrid stations. Is that, is that what you said? Like you know, what I'm saying is like, music? I think that you, you, it seemed like there were far more, you know, far more events, far more uh, promotions, money, uh, uh, record, well, uh, radio stations devoted to those two genres. No, I don't think. Because on the sales sheet, they sell more. I think what you're, what you're commenting on isn't that there were more stations devoted to you know rap and hip hop in particular because you know we've actually over over the over the years a lot of urban stations if you will have you know been reformatted you know so they they don't really what are they playing now they get reformatted usually to like a top 40 you know or maybe just like kind of like general, you know right. but okay. i mean but yeah. uh, but uh, i think stations playing Justin Bieber right you know what i'm right, saying right. so like a, a large part though of the whole clear channelization of the radio industry sure oh, Sure. Is yeah, yeah. is the sense of that's definitely contingent? I didn't account for you. So for you it. you talk about okay. Well, what's driving sales? Mm-hmm. And in that time frame that you're singling out, you're talking about the emergence of rap as not just a a popular uh, music form, but also you're getting into puffy and the shiny suits and the culture and the bling bling lexicon, mm-hmm. and it really starts to become top 40 common day everyday culture so in effect it's not that there are more rap stations it's just that there's more rap that's been mainstream to show up on top 40 stations to the point that now you have someone like Nicki Minaj dropping songs that are you know Starship where she goes from singing to rapping and the song is not a good song I hate that shit but it is a it is a it is a pure response to what you're talking about where it's a hybrid pop rap song yeah. Her whole career is a testament to what you're talking about, which is a sense that rap is pop, which is top 40, which is mainstream, which yeah. is what the suburbs will buy. Yeah, and, sure, and sure. rap didn't used to be pop 40 in 98, It was It was cop killer. It was N.W.A. That's when I used to listen to it. Yeah, And it wasn't top 40. It really wasn't until post-Tupac and Biggie being killed. Exactly. That rap became this mainstream, everybody rolls Puffy, when Yeah, when Puffy really took bad boy and did the you know the crossover with sting that song i feel like is a huge turning point culturally when he does you know he Missing borrows you. from he, he borrows from the police you know and sure, you know sure. and, I and that, that yeah. it's i mean because that was when people were like the fuck like this is the police but then it's puffy 
And then it's Faith Evans singing in the choir, and then like that was when it that was one of those songs that was okay for white people to listen to in the suburbs. So was we ain't going nowhere. We had right. Blink on one eighty two. Right, but like, driving. and so then when 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 Puffy when Puffy started doing things like Bad Boy for Life mm-hmm. and like Ben Stiller in the video, right? Like literally when he had Ben Stiller doing your Papa or Papa Diddy Pop or P Diddy or whatever you are, and he literally is in the suburbs. The whole premise of the video was him in the suburbs moving in next door. Yeah, and Ben Stiller's one of his neighbors, and they're like, "Oh, you're all uppity and agitating things, or whatever." And that's why the chorus is, "We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now." Yeah, it's bad, bad boy, boy for life, life, which is a sense of get used to it. This is here, and was he wrong? No, he isn't. So that, that like, it true. literally is like he his whole career arc. You can see through Puffy, rap becoming this mainstream you know, cultural market corporate thing to the point that now he's doing, you know, vodka commercials for Ciroc, where it's just him hanging out with people, waiting, you know, just partying. Black tie. Right, black tie shit, where, like, black tie can can include a black dude. That's a new phenomenon in America. But you know what? He started that, and you're absolutely right. He did kind of kick that off. With that bit around the world with him and Mace, when they brought Jennifer Lopez in, and they did this real exotic video, and and they're dancing. Right. And And then I think Jay-Z picked it up and ran with it. And where Jay-Z comes in and like, that's kind of where you, you see the, the, the between Jay-Z and, and Puffy the difference is Jay-Z is he much more New of the York, gangster. He puts York that sort of gangster map. street a- aspect of New York whereas Puffy was much more corporate because he was behind the scenes. He wasn't a rapper. No, I no. mean he's always been the producer the, he was shiny suits and dancing but then you have Jay-Z who goes from being you know hard knock life and like when he put Annie in a street anthem, which, I mean, that's what it is. It's a street anthem. There's no yeah, difference. Yeah. You know, class and race like, have always been. I like been. that jam. Right. Exactly. Okay. And that's what it is. That was what, the same thing for Puffy taking the police. Jay-Z takes Andy. Yeah. Which is, yeah. You know, he is now working on executive producing Actually, the remake. I didn't know that was a Jay-Z song. Huh? Did you do? Hard Knock Life? I yeah. That. that was like That was Jay-Z's really big thing. Of course, a few years later, he would unleash Money Cash Hoes. And, you know. That was before that. Was Money, no, Money Cash Hoes wasn't before that. That was the first album. Was Money it? Cash Hoes was, uh, okay. No. okay. Money Cash was that volume, volume one. That volume was, one. oh. Volume two was Hard Knock Life, and that was Annie. Good volume three was well done. We're in the Club, 4 a.m. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Volume three we forgot about because that yeah, shit was yeah, terrible. Yeah. And then he came back with Blueprint, Blueprint and was back yeah, on. Right. But my point is, like, Puffy did start that, and then Jay Z took it and ran with it because Jay Z relied heavily upon. Brooklyn and the Brooklyn good right. old boy and the right. New York thing. So with him like carrying this whole New York agenda right. and New York having such a, right. a wide variety of ethnic, cultural, race or whatever. Right. And you see people that, would jump on board just because it was New York. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And New York is you know, it's that it's you if know, I you make it here, you can make it anywhere, yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's a sense of why Jay Z now Echoes so much of you know black black Frank Sinatra. Exactly. Was that, I mean, it, it was it's not new. Yeah, it's who we always started. You know, it's the same way that we talked about you know bring it all together with you know Nicki Minaj not paying respect to Lil Kim and and you know. Uh, you know, paying homage to to that respect. Jay Z does the exact opposite with Frank Sinatra and that whole you know wise guys code. You know, you know you shake Sinatra's hand. That's exactly. the fucking. I mean, his whole career to the point that you know, like now when he's you know Blueprint Three, it starts off with Thank You, and it's this real like the beat is just horns and it's like glasses clinking and it's this real old school Cotton Club vibe. Exactly. But yeah. like now that he's reached this place, that's like that's what his imprint is on things. So it's it's interesting in that regard like to hear like to hear i mean you're right in that sense you know and 
Mike, for all the shit that Puffy takes with, you know, making the band and, you know, like, I mean, you know, that's the, but like. One of my friends said the dopest shit. Where Puffy started getting his respect when it, it was, I think it was in Bad Boys for Life. Everybody in the, because rap and hip hop used to be a selective culture. It used to be back in the day. If you knew about a specific artist or a song, you, you were, were cool. You, right? Like it was, it was, it was, it was. It was like, cause you knew the fucking, it was, it was literally like, it, it was, was underground. It is eight, I mean, it was eight mile. That's why Eminem has so much exactly. credit. Cause you, you were at fucking rap shops. You were at exactly. hip hop shops, and like it wasn't shit. on the radio. You had to know about. You had to. Shit. You had to know someone who worked at a radio exactly. station and fucking sneak a tape in their pocket. You you had to go to. You had to know what club was playing certain songs. When Tribe Called Quest came out with albums that was huge, and it was only certain clubs right. in certain cities that was playing it, and it was hot. So it was it was really like mainstream and underground. And so those people always, you know, um, antagonized people who were making rap commercially uh, successful, which is why. Hammer fell off because Hammer was the first rapper to be like, "Well, fuck it, I could get paid. Let's get oh, 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 Pepsi." And everybody they disrespected him. They he was making money, but they didn't respect that. And Hammer right. was the butt of so many rap jokes. And they tried to do Puffy that way. And he said, "I don't write rhymes, don't I write wor- checks." Yeah, that was his famous line in that song. And he goes, he goes "Don't worry, everybody should look stupid." His line was, "Don't worry if I write rhymes, I, I write, write checks." checks. And, and that, that was made it. Everybody looked stupid because it was like, "Yeah, why aren't we?" writing checks. You know, you sitting over here, you had some hot singles you were respected in the rap game, and you looked at as a legend, but you're broke. Right. Who's smarter? You're doing, like, you? you're doing a lot of ghost writing. You know, that's, exactly. that's what it's called. You know, like, for example, for Dr. Dre, Eminem, Snoop Dogg always ghost wrote, and everyone yeah. knew it. For Like, for a, a best example is that Nas did a lot of ghost writing for Will Smith's Big Willie style. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but, Jay-Z like... Jay-Z ghost wrote uh, Chronic, 2001. Right. So, it's that sense of, like, everyone knew but like you were never supposed to fucking flaunt it, and Puffy was like, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck." Whatever, I'm I'm rich, bitch. Based that was right. the original. I'm rich, bitch. It basically was. And that is that is one of the illest. Goes, you know what? That is one of the illest lines in rap history. Because just for who he was, where he was. He was taking a lot of shit, and he was sitting on a fucking house in the suburbs when he said it in the video. Yeah. Where he's like, don't worry if I write rhymes, I write checks. And you were like, okay, the man makes a good point. Because if you were fucking broke in the hood watching that video, you were like, okay, right. And that's the, where the game changed. Like one of the greatest rappers of all time, um, arguably, argu- arguably, I can talk. That Rose is working. It, yeah, the, the Rose is kicking ass. <laughs> Rakim. Yeah. Rakim is so respected across. The, the God. board. He, the God. he is the God. That's his nickname. His nickname in is hip-hop. the God. He does not oh, have puppy money. <laughs> Mitch, that was when Mitch was still yeah. in the. He was in the streets. He he does, actually, I didn't know that song at the time. I've just seen that video. He does not I have puppy money, and he no, no, I will, I'll, I'll tell you. Look, I'll be honest. I'm not, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm not yo, going to front. Yo, as he, it were. he should have puffy money because that's how respected. That's how much he's done for rap. But he doesn't. And what what puppy did with that line was was even make people like him go, "Yo, you hustling backwards," and too bad, so sad. Yeah. Too bad, so sad. Yeah. I'm gonna get this money. What y'all want to do? Yeah, and that's. I mean, and now it's <laughs> it just, took balls to be that way. That's not, why now you've got Drake on your iTunes, son. Exactly. No, not anymore. No, I've. I've uh, oh, you finally deleted it. Yes. I have, yeah. I have, no, what happened? Is, what happened is I'll Mitch. Explain. Okay, I'll go explain. ahead. I thought it was good. So I, I was, uh, I was updating. Uh, actually, no, it was when I gave uh, Teddy my old iPhone, and I was trying to update everything and make it all good and so on and so forth. Um, he had signed into his account on the phone so that it could grab his, his shit, but it was connected to my computer. Unbeknownst to me, 
it it grabbed some of those songs and put them in my playlist. Grabbed everything. <laughs> now I have a playlist that I that I on on my car, um, my old old iPhone. Yeah. Um, I it just plays the songs I've rated at least th- four stars. So uh, I'll be driving around listening to it, and all of a sudden, <laughs> I get like some fucking crazy rap song I've never heard in my life. And I was like, "The fuck is this?" And I was like. I, I I thought my shit was possessed. I mean, it happened. It only, like, can you imagine like, this guy of, driving in down the street and yeah. all of a sudden, just like just any rap song, they're like, "What the fuck? What in the fuck is how? Ha- like someone yeah. hacked my car." Was it like genie, like, or was it like? Don't because, ask me that. I don't know. Because like you know, you know, if you have, like, you'd have to ask him what playlist. songs he rated. He we took did, well, the, like yeah. I don't know how many. Uh, like I take the time to you rate. Know, it it would have been like it would have been like headlines would have snuck in there or something yeah, like exactly. that. Okay. What I'm saying is like I don't I don't rate that songs that often, but I know that when I do, they go into that playlist. So it's like... Rate all machine. I think that if you don't have a playlist set up to only play those songs, I think that you probably don't rate things at all. So they're not... We're not talking about like thousands. We're talking maybe like 50 songs. And this is on like a 6,000 song playlist. Right. So it's like every 150 songs or so, something would pop on that I was like, the fuck is this? (laughs) And I like... Uh... And I I had, had... he would text me and she'd be like, oh, where the fuck is this coming from? And I was like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, like, I we couldn't like, figure it I out. Like, I, was like, I, like, I would just crazy. be so amused by it. I was like, I was yeah, like, I was like, there's some Drake on my iPod. And he's like, why is there? I was like, here was my theory for a long time is that there was there was this girl that I, uh, we, we, we had a date, sleepover. And um, I woke up the next morning and she had made her side of the bed. And she was just sitting there, like cross, <laughs> like Indian style, just sitting there when I woke up. Awkward. Right, a little bit weird. And I was like... Oh, morning. And um, and I just, the first thought in my head, because we had just done a story on the show about the woman who kind of hacked the guy's computer while he was sleeping. So my first thought was like, I better check my computer. And since then, now my computer locks itself after <laughs> like two minutes. So it's like... Um, Whenever I'm mid-coitus, my computer knows and yeah, just shuts yeah. itself down. That's hilarious. It's not right now because I <laughs> intentionally told it, don't lock yourself because we're doing a podcast. Oh, that's, 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 that's all there is to it. No, no, it, it will after, mm, come on now, everything's automatic. Uh, anyway, I've even gone, I've gotten recently paranoid. I got this new thing on my phone that if you type in my passcode wrong twice, it takes a picture and sends me the GPS coordinates by email and then tells you to put my fucking phone down. So uh, that's the yeah. Yo, who was making and if you that try to, app? And if you try to, if you try to, crazy turn, ex-military. Yeah, if you right? try to turn the phone off, it'll also do it. So people might think, oh, I'll just restart it. So if they hold the fucking power button, it's taking pictures of you yo, and emailing yo, yo, it to me. This is oh, the 21st. This shit is wild. Oh my god! So I, I, never, I will prove it this, to you. This, I, I ain't trying to take your phone, baby. I ain't trying to take your phone. I won't be on your phone like a criminal. No one about that. Go finish your story. Anyway, so 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 I I I was like. For for a few months after that, I was like, "Did she fucking wake up in the middle of the night and fucking download a bunch of raps?" Because I know she's into all that stuff, you know, hip hops and whatnot. This is why you shouldn't have women on the show. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. You're good. It's okay. We're, 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 we only got a few minutes left. Okay. Oh wait, wait. There's a there's a right bathroom here, right, right here. here. If you right want, here, right here. Holler, holler. If you want a shorter <laughs> distance to run. Uh, it's your sin. Your sin. Yeah. No, it's. Uh, I feel bad because you've heard the story. People at home may have heard the story. Anyway, so that's what I. My theory for a long time was like that this girl had gotten up because I couldn't that morning. Remember, I told you like I woke up and I checked my computer. I checked my browser history and every browser I had, I was like, 
You know what, though? I was like, they still had all the things I looked at, so there's no way unless she was browsing incognito. And I was like, what did she do to my computer? Because that was my thought. Like, she must have touched my computer. I still wanna, I still We're still like... friends. Like, she's she's like, I, I could see why you thought that. Because she's, you know, she's a smart, geeky gal. So, like, I, and she's like, I could see why you think that. And it's hilarious because she does actually listen to hip-hop. Um, she would have listened to the songs that popped up on my iPod. And she's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to freak you out. I would, we're, we're, we're good. So, I would. So she I, definitely... I, I, now, I kind of want to fuck with you because, like, now I want to, like, sneak some shit into your iTunes. Just, like, I just want to, like, go in and, like, bury some Easter eggs in your playlist and just There's have There's a couple you. of them that I, that I over time, I've been like, oh, wait. Wait, didn't you, didn't you... Didn't Florence you? and the Machine, that's yeah, one. Uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, I'm, it's not all bad. Uh, Rufopolis, this motherfucker go make it seem like I'm putting the worst no, no, shit no, in the I world. Didn't that. I didn't you say didn't that. Make I'm just seem, saying that there was poison like... Poison in the well, Rufopolis. Uh, what was the other one that, uh, something, uh, starts with a D, it's a, it's another band kind of like Florence and the Machine, uh, that I can't remember the name of. Uh, very similar to Florence and Machine. And I downloaded a different album of theirs, and I played you a couple songs, and you were like, oh, this is really good. Uh, anyway, there was that. The, the other one I liked, that's probably more up my, your alley uh, in regards to that, was the... Allo Black. Allo Black in the building. Hey, hey. Dollars is what I need. Hey, hey. hey. Uh, need. <laughs> like, that was a good jam. Yo, I was son, like, all right. I'll I listen. So I kept that still on there. That's one of the greatest you know anthems. That's like a 21st century it's anthem. Just, I can't wait to have grandkids just to, to like play that. them that song. Allo Black, I need a dollar. Oh, uh, need. I mean, this is what I lived through. This is how this is how it was made right here. I needed all the dollars. Right? <laughs> you, gotta, you do understand, like, uh, there is, there is a, there's a certain... In regards to feelings that you'll never have as a black man, feelings that sure. you know, what I'm saying there's there's plenty of feelings. You lost you, you as lost, a black you lost man Ronda for a second on that right, right. Let's talk about this Ronda Jeremy in the bathroom. <laughs> I'll explain that in a moment. I'll explain. I'll explain that in a moment. But but great. what I'm saying that here's a feeling great. you'll never have as a black man is like uh, if I'm driving in my car and like some hardcore gangster rap. Like Drake, kind of, I don't know if he's hardcore, no, but I'm just. But no, it's no. got that heavy beats, and he's throwing in bombs left and right. And I'm over here going like, I feel really uncomfortable right now because I, now I look like the lame white guy trying to look tough with like, you know, rap music and so on and so forth with the deep beats and, uh, and I'm just going like, oh, this is not with who. That's beats. not who I am. You know what I mean? It's like that. I don't try to be like you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever. I'll listen to some Jay Z, but I feel like he's middle of the road, so it's probably okay. But like, if wait it, a minute. I like how you were like worried too... that Drake was gangster, but Jay Z is middle of the road. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Jay Z sold is... drugs, and Drake grew up in the wheelchair. He was in a Canadian suburbs. I'm literally just talking about like the sound of it. Like Jay Z, Jay Z brings in enough pop elements to make it relatable. Jay Z's beat selection is is second to none in the industry, though. Like he he brings in enough pop elements. He's way more pop elements. Drake, I mean, for whatever. I don't know if it was even Drake that I heard. I just remember that there was a song yeah, that came did. on where I was like, this sounds like the kind of thing I would have in my car if I wasn't driving a white VW Jetta. And you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if I was like trying to look all like, yeah, like that would be the song I would have on. So I was like um, immediately embarrassed, but like, oh shit, I don't want to come off like that kind of a person who's like, you know, that kind of a white dude who's trying to be like, yeah, what's up? You know what I mean? Especially, again, White white Jetta. If I was driving like a Chrysler 300, I mean anything can jam. You know, I can, <laughs> I can. Is that all car? I can uh, let it ride, as it were. Anything right? Jams in a Chrysler 300. Is that is that the default That's right now? That's our car. Uh, that ain't a Phantom. That's a Chrysler 300. <laughs> That's hilarious. But that is a nigga car. I don't even. <laughs> 
Right? Motherfuckers love that I'll put that on the board. It's a good car. I mean, I would drive, I would be happy to drive a Chrysler 300. It's a good, it's a good No, black people have a disproportionate love for Chrysler I have driven, I've driven in a Chrysler 300 on a number of occasions, and they are fucking a sweet ride inside. They're no phantom, but they're a fucking sweet ride inside. Wait a minute. What do you, what do you say over there? You only fuck with, I only fuck with German vehicles. I can't, I can't, I have been, like Audis and shit. Yeah, she's got fucking, she's Mercedes over there. I don't fuck with that though. Because I've seen the light. Benz is not a Mercedes Benz is not made in Germany anymore. I'm sorry. I hate that. I mean, if you like German cars, Audi's fine. Uh, you mean, can go any, almost any sports car. They say Daimler are all Chrysler owned by. Is, is doing whatever. Right. But I got an older Benz. So it, yeah, it she's, got, she's, she's probably back when they were still. When they still were official. Yeah. Industry. That's, well, a, that's why she's holding heavier, on so high. It's the heavier, the heavier car, not the light. You got, my dad, like, I think I saw you. My dad had, like, one of the same type, but, like, the old school 80s model. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I was like, I was like, I, like, when he drove it around or whatever, and I was like, this is a fucking car. Yeah, you know I mean, where it was like, it was, I was like, yes, I get, like, as a kid, I was like, I could understand why people would be like, this is my car, don't fuck it up. You better, yeah. I, I, it you rides good. Sure. I got a 2000. My car is 12 years, 13 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. But, uh. I mean, I mean Benz are good. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll last 400,000 miles, no problem. Yeah. Because they got like backups of backups of backups on that car. Exactly. Like the steering goes out, they're like, "That's all right, we got auxiliary steering." The auxiliary yeah. steering goes out, like, "No, we got tertiary steering." When yeah. you do take it to the dealership, they put all new parts in it, so it's like you start over at zero. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. Yeah. That's fucking. Great. But if you get a dent in that motherfucker, it's like twelve fucking coats of paint. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they they total it out if you like dent anything in the front, like your insurance. Yeah, just yeah, like, you're done. Fuck it. It's oh, headlamp? Sorry, you're going <laughs> to yeah. need a new Benz. Yeah, yeah. it's over with. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, for real? What's that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Not I mean, my first car was a um, Chevy Cavalier, mm. and that shit caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't fuck with that shit. <laughs> I promise. I was in college. Oh. I was 19. You had the, that was like a quintessential college car, I feel like, around Man, that time. And I loved that car. We went on so many road trips. We had such a good time. I, I thought I was chump. That car caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I've been scarred. You can then only I go a about Ford, a half a million on those. I had a Ford uh, Explorer. The back that almost killed. Was me that during the one. Firestone recall? Were you? Dude, were you? No, but it, it still almost killed me because of the tire. Oh, the tire uh, back tire blew out on the one on one. We almost went over it, where like you're in Encino. We almost went over the side of the freeway. We steered in and like crashed into the the median. Oh shit. Fucking Fords. I can't. That's what I'm saying. I that's why you're, you're fucking rolling. Ford, just, Ford makes safe. Mercedes. That's where they came from. They don't make Mercedes. That's where. That's that's where they. That's where they came from. Ford. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. The the Mercedes was named after uh, one of the Ford guys' daughters. Yeah. No. Yeah, you can look that up. I'll look it up that's for a, you right now if you'd like. No. That's fine. You go. It was made they, by the dude and his sons. The dudes and his son. I can't remember his name, but he drew a star on the You guy. know that motherfucker who, yeah. He drew a star on the Here's guy, a race. That's how that became the It's symbol. a race. It's a race to see who can prove their point correctly. Ladies and gentlemen, a Rada is going against Mitch. It's a showdown in Riffopolis. Okay. We'll see. Who's got it? Who's got the knowledge? I'm looking Carl, at Hold on. Who's got it? Carl I'm looking Vance, at I'm Scott looking at Daimler and William Maybach. Those three guys are the Mercedes-Benz. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Maybach, you're right. Listening to too much rap. You listen to too much Rick they Ross. They call him Maybach? Maybach music. It's Maybach. It is they don't Maybach. Say, they don't say Maybach? No. It is Maybach. Oh, Anybody know correct pronunciation in the hood? So but I don't know. Maybe, you know Maybach, what? It, I could, I, I, I'm, it's, what's strange is all of my life, that's what was told. No, no, no. 
no, you're absolutely and I'm looking correct at now and I'm my going mother, like, my mother always corrects me. Oh no, I'm not talking about my buck. I'm talking about the Benz thing, the Mar- oh. Mercedes Benz. I I was always told that it was like, oh, it's the Ford guy. Oh, but I'm looking at now. Do our wrong. Well, the, she did not give up in the face of adversity. <laughs> Perseverance right. triumphs Mercedes, on this day. Mercedes credit to Adolf Hitler. That's what they're... Uh, that's, <laughs> you're right. My bad. And Mitch rounds it out <laughs> with a Nazi reference. <laughs> Good evening, Griffopolis. Which is why Jews drive Lexus. And Throughout the 1930s, Mercedes-Benz no, produced the 770 no, model, a car that was popular during the German Nazis period, and Adolf Hitler was known to have driven multiple of these cars they, during they his time. They say that the, the, um, the yeah, Benz like like Volkswagen. Like used to like like um act as transport cars oh, yeah. because they were yeah. so durable. Yeah. So I mean I, I um uh, I, I can't imagine No seriously I have a couple of Jewish friends that they it's it's deep and they like that's why they don't fuck with that car. Yeah. They drive Lexus yeah. and they ride out. Not at all. Not they at don't all. Fuck with it all. I feel like I feel like one day like I like I just wanna we should do a short and just like some like like Jewish kid who like finds out about that and just goes around blowing up Mercedes. Renegade style just goes up, blows around Mercedes yeah. dealerships. I Carl, feel like I'm Carl impressed Benz. it hasn't happened more often. Carl Benz founded Benz and uh, Daimler AG. He was a German manufacturer. Look at he, that. Daimler is the one who had the son, mm-hmm. and that's Daimler. why it's Daimler. Daimler, Daimler yeah. Chrysler. Yeah, yeah, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Rivopolis, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, we do nothing but educate people here there in you go. this forum. Apologies. Didn't look it up in advance. Just something I've always heard. And Wilhelm. Look at that. We just we just corrected myths every day. All kinds of things. I'm fine with being wrong. I I like admitting when I'm wrong. It feels Mm. good. Feels good in the soul. That's good. Well, thank you. It's, <laughs> no, it's, something, it's something you can like take with you, you know? Feels good in the soul. I literally, I, I do this thing now, like I've, I, I noticed this works really well. Is it like on dates, I'll say something definitive that I know is wrong. That's like common knowledge so that they'll correct me. I'm like, oh, you're right. You're right. I'm totally wrong about that. So they're like, oh, this is a man that admits when he's wrong. I like that. I like that. Works like a fucking charm. I was gonna make you feel, and make I'll you even feel. go like, yeah, I'm not afraid to admit you, when I'm wrong. You, 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 you're down. Because if you if you get into an argument with somebody and they never admit they're wrong, even if they are right all the time, even if they are, the fact that like they don't, you know, what I mean, you get you get to this thing where you're like, oh, you won't admit it, and then you want to fight just to prove them wrong about dumb shit, just so that they'll admit it. And I don't like to be in that position, so that's why I'll, I'll admit uh, a fault way early on, and many times over. I'm fine with being wrong. It's cool. Makes me feel good. That's a, is that a dynamic in your? You're engaged, right? You're, so you don't. I am married now. Oh, you're married oh, now. Congratulations, yes, officially. Tough time. There we go. Hey, um, well, yeah. Matrimony. Oh, yeah. All right. Off the market. Take that, bitch. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't really. It's weird. <laughs> Really I'm pretty weird. sure the bitches uh, don't really. Uh, yeah, I'm right. sure they like. No, there's a few Damn bitches it. out there that were like, "Take, they, they care." Uh, Taking off a good man. Well, you know what it is. I really feel like I still have a living boyfriend. It don't really like. So the, the, yeah. you, 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 how long have you? Are you? How long have you been married now? Like almost a month now. We got married on Valentine's Day. We oh, did okay. that thing. Okay, right. we just jumped out a window. We, you know what it is? Is um. You, how long were you together prior to that? Like officially. Yes. Officially four months. Man, you sound like me. Officially. You, four months. Officially. What the hell does that mean? That, that when you start acknowledging the person, like, okay, we go together. So what All is... All before so, that is just bullshit. Like, it's what, just, six months then? Totally, like, since... The, when you first... Oh, when like, did you... From the first time that you consummated... 
until you no, fucking... that didn't even happen at the, at the beginning. It didn't. We didn't consummate until. So when did your when did your months? when did your orbits really begin uh, to entwine with each other? August of 2012. Okay, so this is a you. This is so, a wow. Was it someone jump. that you knew beforehand? It's or? like an eight year backstory. Okay, right, right there. I, There's got to yeah. be something. Like okay. His, okay, my best friend is married to his first cousin. Okay. And I've known him since 04. And I've known various members of his family. My sister even dated one of his brothers back in the day. Okay. So the Lopez family, I'm down with. Right. I know them, you know. So I just never had met my now husband, whatever. And so what ended up happening is they, you know, kept trying to set us up. And so it was long distance. I'm like, bitch, I am way too old for that. And I don't, Mitch, I don't have to subject Mitch is a big myself. fan of that right there. I just, I don't, I don't have the patience <laughs> for that type of shit. So for eight years they were trying to set you up? No, no, no. But there's like, I know their family and like the type of so stock you didn't meet him until August from. Yeah, officially, yes. You August. met him in August. Yes. What was it? When you say officially, I'm yeah, like, okay, like, what's the story before? You did meet in August. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. There's no, no, no officially, officially to it. You hadn't met him prior to that. You just knew of him. Yeah, but still, like, it's like, it's not a, okay, it's like, this is what I'm saying official. It's like, <laughs> like there's only one not, way. Well, you know what I'm saying? It's not like a cold met somebody in a club. Like, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not no, suggesting that. You already no, no, gave us you. the backstory. I but, feel you. But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so it's like, there was I mean, a different level. You got on this shit quick. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm a businesswoman. Is is what it is. And yeah, so, no, I, I already caught that because you said the <laughs> consummation didn't take place for a long time. Like you're one of those women. We we had the conversation on this. I think it was last week. It was like there's those women that are like, listen, this is what I need before anything goes down. And you're one of those yeah, transactional businesswomen. It's one of those. I, I just reached I a get certain it. age where it's just like, dude, uh-huh. I didn't did a lot of fucking. Okay, I didn't had my fun. I didn't I didn't did what I wanted to do. I'm an adult. I don't need anything right now, to be honest. So it's like if you trying to come along for this ride, if you want to really be in, yeah, like this is you the ride type together, of, die together. Yeah, this is the type of person I am, and if you're cool with that, then we can ride. If, if, if it don't work for you, I'm okay with that too. Like we could just be friends. We could, you know, get to know each other, whatever the fuck. But this is at this point, at this juncture in my life, this is what I'm rocking with. And if you're cool with that, then we can take the next step. And it just kept going. And I didn't expect, to be honest, I'm surprised that I'm married right now. <laughs> like, I didn't expect it to keep going, but it was really going and it was going that good. And I mean, I'm 30 years old. I'm not like 14. So it's like, you know, I think I have enough good sound judgment at this stage in the game where, you know, I mean, it only takes me like a month or two to figure people out to go, eh, no, eh, 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 eh. you know what I'm saying? So I what mean, was your longest relationship? Five years. Okay. Yeah. How many over one years? If how you don't many, mind my asking. How many over one years? Like one before the five. I just don't like. No, I was just I curious. Either, I'm not. No, no, this is not a judgment. No, no, I don't feel judged. It's, right. For real, I don't. I don't even feel judged. It's really one of those things where it's like, I would rather not date. I would rather be single right, right. and be chill. So mm-hmm. if you're gonna come and you're gonna be all up in my space and yada yada yada. Like if I'm actually if you if I feel like you If I are, should take you seriously, right. then okay, what do you bring it to the table? What what where's it going? Oh nowhere. Okay, well fuck that. Let's just be cool. Like, I'm straight. You know what I mean? Like I just 
I don't know the chick that keeps Nobody somebody doubted around. Your heterosexuality. <laughs> no. Oh, no, I'm no, just saying, I like, I'm I, not one I of those chicks. You know those chicks that keep people around just be like, I have a man or I got a boyfriend. No like, one I, there. At any point in time, I can really just, you know. Yeah, no one their relationship ain't shit or they have nothing in common or they don't really like each other. nothing substantive. I'll grant you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just, I never want to be one of those people. I really want to. Like, good takes me, like, I would take me, like, eight months before I'm like, all right, let's have dinner. You know, I mean, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, I don't know about all that because I'm kind of impulsive too. Like, it's just, it's really one of those, I really move off of vibes. I'm talking about like things I would do that like matter to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm fucking around. It's okay. No, I'm just, I just, I move off vibes. No, I get it. I get it. No, look, uh, you know, if if you're happy, that's what matters, right? If you're both happy. All's all's well in the world. There it is. It's still, you got to, you're saying like it's it's, uh, a, a shock to me that you're like, met in August. I know I get it. There's a backstory, and you know the family, and that helps because you don't have to worry that like, what kind of crazy fucking family is this motherfucker have? You know, a that's a pretty big. You you got a lot of like, and you got a lot of like, it's almost like security guards kind of thing in a sense where it's like, I got enough people that would fucking kill you if this went sour. Exactly, and then my best fucking friend in the world, like everybody's just like vouching, and it's like, who the fuck is? Okay, let let me see. And it didn't even jump off at first. It was kind of like, eh. I played it to the left and kept dating the three other motherfuckers I was talking to. And he just kept getting my attention in a way that most men aren't able to get my attention. Right. Like, Whip it just, out, swing it around. I got it. I'm, hilarious. I'm you put lights on the end of it. That's what I usually do. <laughs> and so I was just like, All right, well, let me, I like lights on the end. I got it. No. And it just, it kept going. And I'm like, all right. Oh, shit. It's just, it's, you know, the funny part is, it's like as a girl, like, you spend all this time, well, okay, one day I'm going to get married. And I'm gonna, and you make this big to-do. And it's like, then it happens. And you're like, I mean, this shit is real life. It's hot. <laughs> like, it ain't. It's okay, like, did, you, did you have, like, a like a low-key wedding then? We went to Vegas. All right. We went to Little White Chapel. All right. And all right. I wore a red dress. And I was nice. fly. And awesome. We had a limo. Awesome. We did do that. All right. That's good. And we're still going to throw, like, this big-ass party. In right, summer. for the family. Yeah. To, yeah. Celebration kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I was going to redo, like, the ceremony in church so my father could give me away another jazz but like i really i'm learning about myself I'm, i really don't i don't care you don't really care about all that tradition like, and the I big pomp people, and circumstance yeah, no. like i want people to be involved to you know be a part of it right. and celebrate and well, it's share almost, their happiness with yeah. us but it's kind of that sense of I'm like good. i've always been more i'm like well if i did if i did get married kind of the same thing it was like i'm always much more uh Concerned about the reception where like everyone's celebrating and having fun and relaxing and like jubilant and there's libations yeah. and stuff where it's like that, like that is the thing that seems to be the most integral part. Like exactly. whatever happens beforehand to consummate the union seems kind of irrelevant to everybody else. You know, it like, is. it's really a fucking luxury if you happen to be around. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't happen to be in the same village anymore. Do you know what I mean? So like it's a fucking luxury if you're there yeah. and you get a chance to witness it. But if not, then at least you get to hang out and get the fun shit. Really. Which I feel like it's just all about me and the other person and you know like you said it's it's one of those okay so now what we invite everybody we got to manage a guest list and see right. who's going to come right <laughs> right that's <laughs> want my uh, goddamn Dominican Republic honeymoon. <laughs> the fucking shit over it. Like, what? I just want to get on a plane and get the fuck out this bitch. I just, I don't know. Now, did you keep your, you kept your original last name? Or are you planning to change it? What's the I'm deal with that? I'm changing it. Are you? Yeah. Alright. I'm changing it. I'm going to be a Ronald Lopez in these streets. A Ronald Lopez running these streets. Don't I sound hot? That's good. It's so nice. Like I should be perking my titties out for no reason. <laughs> a Ronald Lopez. <laughs> 
Like, I don't know why. I just feel like I should sit like that. Huh? I was thinking it more like just the, the uh, perking up your your face and the smile. Well, that's the difference. That's but why that's it's okay. all women everything much, bro. You 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 got. I was trouble. trying to be as PG as possible. Like trouble. I wasn't even noticing the the puffing of the chest. I was that's just looking like, a, like the face, like hee hee. Well, for business aspects, like um, because I have a company and stuff like that, I'll still be a Ron Browning Lopez. Like I'll hyphen it off, like on business documents and stuff. But as far as stage name and stuff, I'll change it. So uh, we're we're at the end of the show. What do you want to plug? Yeah, where can speaking people of the find stage, you? where can they see you in these streets? Well, you know what? I would rather plug my upcoming documentary, which okay. is called Behind the Velvet Circus. That's the show um, that you... you yes. Want it? Velvet Circus is a show that I was producing monthly at the Hollywood Improv. As of right now, I put it on hiatus so that I could focus on finishing this movie and the soundtrack, which will all be forthcoming within about the next month, like April 2013. Okay. Cool. It should be all dropping. So check out Behind the Velvet Circus, the documentary, and the soundtrack. Where can they go to check awesome. out or keep up on that? Velvetcircus.com? Yes, www.thevelvetcircus.com. And as always, check out my YouTube page for my vlogs, uh, Pretty Girls Aren't Funny, uh, www.youtube.com backslash forward slash diva or forward slash. You're right. Forward slash diva persona. And are you you're on Twitter? You're on Twitter, right? Yes, at Arana Diva on Twitter. That's my daily foolishness. All right. Awesome. Arana Diva. That's A R O N N A D I V A. A A R O N A D I V A. I'm sorry. Yeah, because my father's name is Aaron. We'll be sure to put all this on your page. I'm a junior. Absolutely. Of course. Aaron A. Teddy, what you want to plug? Uh Cafe, Saturday night, eight PM hosting. I thought he said, he said they weren't doing any for the no, next two weeks. No, we're not. Well, that's then, what he uh, I was trying to get on a Saturday for. for so uh, you can just go ahead, and apparently the news has been broken. <laughs> now, to be fair, I don't know. Nope, Maybe you've heard more recently than that. I mean, uh, nope, ladies and gentlemen, it may have just been filled, and he didn't nope, want to tell me that. Nope, you know, that's not a thing that's happening. Nice. Apparently, I am free on Saturday, so I'll just be in these streets running a Mitch. What All you right. got going? Uh, Friday at Smiles, uh, next Wednesday at Sardo's, and then two weeks from now at Formosa on a Saturday. <laughs> oh, fantastic! <laughs> Where hopefully Teddy will be hosting. I'll be around. Good night, bitches. Yep. <laughs> Hold on, you gotta do that again. Oh! I was not ready. Good night, bitches. Good night. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net. R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. It ripped the fuck on, bitches.